Jared, we might have, uh, we should have worn camo today since we are talking about generation wars. Talked about the war on Christmas. Uh, let's see, have we talked about war, other, any other types of quote unquote wars on the pod? Um, I think we probably have one way or another. <laughs> I love I love calling us like war reporters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here today to talk about differences in generations and the generation wars. If you uh, tune into today's episode, you'll probably hear the phrase, we didn't do that in my generation, or something along those lines. We're going to talk about some uh, differences in uh, beliefs in generations, uh, lifestyles uh, in the workforce. We're going to talk about some stereotypes probably as well, uh, and it's going to be a fun episode today, so we're excited to bring it your way. And without further ado, I am joined by my amazing co-host, my partner in crime. What's going on, Jared? What's up, dude? Yeah, these, these Gen Zs don't know what it was like but, uh, not to have internet, you know? That's right. They don't even understand what it was like to have to uh, not use your phone in order to, not use your house phone in order to have easier internet. Exactly. Um, they have it good, you know? I'm just going to say it. I'm just going mean, to say self- it. They have a it selfie good. wasn't even really a word in our vernacular when no, we were kids. No, come really. on. No. Selfie, that was looking in a mirror when we were kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> Back in my day, selfie was when we used to look in the mirror. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, you can look uh, in our social mirror, Instagram. Spread a little love. The social mirror, that's what I call it. Um, although we, we don't post, sel- well, Chad posts nothing, but we don't post, uh, I don't post selfies. Nobody wants to see that. Um, it's Untranslatable Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Untranslatable1, the number one. You can also give us five-star reviews. On iTunes and Stitcher. We would love that. Pajolsta. That's Russian for please. Um, uh, so I, I, I've, been, I've been looking at the weather recently, and not even here in Michigan, just in general, and thinking, and thinking about when you told me how we're all doomed. Mm-hmm. And Do you believe I'm looking, me now? I'm you looking in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, maybe you have a point. I've, I have an uncle in Dallas. And they they've been in, they experienced some serious snow, and have had rolling blackouts or like you know. Are power. they doing okay? Uh, yeah, they're, they're. I mean, they're fine. Yeah, yeah, they're okay. Okay. But um, but yeah, you know, it was a little dicey. Sure. Um, and I'm just keep thinking like, oh, maybe Chad has a point. Do you look at Do you look at the news and you're just like, yeah, it's time. Kind it's, of. Every, everything's, sometimes everything's falling in line. Sometimes. You know what you will- can't? Oh, go ahead. I will say this, though. The, the interesting thing about uh, the entire winter ordeal in Texas is a lot of the people from the northern states of the U.S. are just kind of watching. And part of, part of us, I mean, I feel terrible for all these people. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's like, I don't think it's that difficult to at least be somewhat prepared. Um, uh, you know, I'm not saying it's I mean, the people's fault. I mean, fault. it's not difficult to be prepared. Oh, you, uh, yeah, but I mean, the, it's the, like, the infrastructure that's not prepared, yeah. Well, that's it's what really I mean. It's like, yeah, there, and apparently what I learned is that as far as, like, the, the uh, power grid goes in the United States, there's essentially, like, the Western power mm-hmm. grid, the yep. Eastern power grid, and, and, and then Texas. It splits right where Texas is, And then it's too. just the Texas power grid. Like, Texas yep. is, and it's, apparently, they're just, they're, it's just infrastructure not you know prepared for well did this you type see of weather. the picture of uh it was i think it was texarkana where the one side was arkansas arkansas oh, yeah. the other side was texas work? i uh, I, I, <laughs> I didn't even I know, know a street like that existed 
But the crazy thing is the, the Arkansas side of the street was plowed. Yeah, and The clear. businesses were going. People <laughs> were driving. The Texas side, there was still snow on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, the cars were obviously driving way further behind one another as they should because the roads are probably really slick. And I was reading, Jared, and I found this fascinating. I was reading that it the reason why the roads hadn't been plowed yet is I guess if they... Uh, commission plows coming in from Arkansas or Arkansas. I think it's illegal to say that. I've just banned myself from ever going to <laughs> Arkansas now, Jared. Uh, but anyways, if you do that, uh, apparently there's lots of steps and red tape and all sorts of stuff, right? Which is kind of funny. You know, you would think, especially you would think some of these Texans, you know, they just drive over to Arkansas with my big truck, mm. put that plow on my truck, and I'm going to go help my community. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know, but it's, uh, it's a shame. But you know what, Jared? If you are, if you're a wealthy congressman, you know what you can do in these in these trying times. Just just Listen, schedule a trip Chad. to Cancun and blame it on your on your daughter. Listen, you know, Chad. Um, <laughs> he was he was only he was just dropping them off and with his with his full size suitcase extended. <laughs> he was just dropping them extra off bag on top and flying right back. Who doesn't just fly out real quick? To drop off there. And then he had to do the best part. We're talking about Ted Cruz, by the way. The best part is he had to do the walk of shame back because people shamed him so much that he had to then fly back and they had the pictures of him coming back. Literally only because... And then apparently his wife's friends uh, like... um, posted uh text messages of them being like hey of, of her like inviting them to uh <laughs> to Cancun? Cancun and it's like uh this guy honestly he needs to like the 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 lack of shame that he holds is really shocking I mean is is it though are you surprised I wasn't surprised at all I'm not surprised I, I'm jealous of that of how little shame he possesses because right. I mean first like the president or the ex-president, the ex-president, uh, Trump, former made, president, insulted his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yep. <laughs> numerous times, too. Wasn't <laughs> yeah. just once. Also called his dad a uh, uh, serial killer. Like he killed Kennedy. Yeah, he is said what he I think was, what Trump um, said about, yeah. Ridiculous. One of those serial killers. I don't remember, but he's like oh, the Zodiac. Ted, yeah, he said his dad no, was the Zodiac was that, killer. No, no, that was a social media trend that people thought Ted Cruz uh, was the Zodiac killer. Yeah, but I killer, thought Trump said that. It kind of looks like it. I mean, it w- I wouldn't put it past him. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wouldn't. I, I could have sworn put it anyway. Past him. Uh, but he, but he just endures so much shame and just takes it and just like right. you don't have to and then he's just always self-owning himself mm-hmm. on twitter like you're not on twitter but it's a constant self well there's you know i've seen the memes and i've seen the the stuff about it i mean it's their tweets never age well never no he, he was no. making fun of california in like 2015 oh yeah when they had a power outage and we're having all sorts of issues mm-hmm. but yeah one of the main issues why texas is having so many problems right now during uh, because they've been hit by this winter storm, is their grid isn't really winterized, and, I guess, and they're um, and it's they're, deregulated. Yeah, it's it's high. It, yeah. Like their um, their utilities are highly privatized, right? So so it's you know uh, rates are, prices like, have gone up. Yeah, yeah, prices go all over the pr- place, and and you know it's it's the comp- You know it's just it's not a gr- great system to right. to have competition for just basic um necessities <laughs> yeah. your electricity and your water, <laughs> and, water and everything yeah. else yeah it's crazy and heat and, and yeah and gas as well yeah right. so it's right. it's it's been a, it's been a mess it's it's been it's been crazy to watch right. and you know usually uh, uh, us northerners we do like to 
uh, I don't really go in much Yankees for this because a lot of my family's from the. I don't really go in a lot for this because a lot of my family's from the South. But like, um, they'll like uh, you know make fun of uh, the the Southerners being like, oh, you get you get a couple inches of snow and you freak out. It's like uh, right. We, it's like we <laughs> like we we never like if we had if we stop for this, we'd never go to work all winter. But this is uh, and that's all f- fun, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I remember is, um, we used to go to serious. school when there were quite a few inches. You just had to make sure all the roads were plowed beforehand. Yeah. I mean, 16-year-olds would drive to school in that. Right. <laughs> like, I right. drove to school at 16 in that. But this is completely different. And the thing is, um, like, people aren't prepared for this just in, like, basic, like, things like their tires on their cars and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. It's like, it, it's, it's you know, it's like, yeah, we don't, our roads are, or, I don't know. It's like, yeah, we don't have plows just ready to go. Like you guys do, and and all this stuff, all this and salt, salt and stuff, and ready everything to go. else you need. Yeah, it's yeah. And when it turns my, into a crisis, it's not really funny anymore. Right, right. <laughs> no, we're making fun of Ted Cruz, not the situation. <laughs> oh that's yeah, for no. sure. Yeah. yeah, his 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 uh, him yeah going to te- going to Cancun, being like, well, you know, you guys, I- I'm just taking up utility, so let me just go and that uh, was yeah, <laughs> that was one of the conservative talking heads yeah. was trying to use that argument by saying. Oh, he was he was doing his fellow Texans a service yeah. by like not one using person, up the precious resources. One right. person not trying to turn on their lights is really what's making the big difference here. Right. <laughs> well, he can work more efficiently <laughs> remotely, so he can really help his people. Yeah, because right, that's Mai what he's doing. On, uh, by the exactly, pool. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man, it, it is. He has. He has. There no were some shame. great memes that came out oh, of that. Yeah. That's for sure. And it's like, and people, and people, and uh, people are like, "Oh, this is the one time he actually wears a mask." And it's like, yeah. I don't know how people. It's like, like I don't it know was how like we a Texas mask. It's probably, too or it was probably just oh, that was the one he wore on the way back, and it's like yeah, probably just so people were, like wouldn't notice him. But it's like how could you not notice that terrible haircut of his? That right. haircut he has is atrocious. It literally looks like he did it by himself with scissors and you know, in a mirror. You know, you know what else is funny, Jared? Generally speaking, I would say beards tend to make guys better looking. <laughs> I would say it has the opposite result with. Uh, Raphael Edward Cruz, <laughs> I would say, but that's just that's just my opinion. Oh my god! Anyways, Jared, uh, my heart does go out to all those Texans, though. Yeah, um, for let's, sure. Let's let's uh, spread, spread some love, love that way. And I have another shout out I'd like to uh, give today. So this is uh, this is quite a great story here, Jared. Uh, and my shout out goes out to a gentleman named Devin Hingston, who's uh, thirty, and when he was driving around the town of Alexandra, Louisiana. Uh, He spied a young boy playing basketball in his driveway. When he got closer, he realized the boy was using a trash can as the basketball hoop. Uh, I always do random acts of kindness. Uh, I'll see kids in the corner store and I'll buy them a little snack. This is what he said? uh, I guess in an interview, yeah. Uh, 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 I'll see a homeless person and buy them a, a jacket or some food. Uh, I just never posted about it on social media. You know, they were interviewing him, and he was saying this, so maybe they you. asked him about it. Anyways, because you're right, it does sound a little any, congratulatory. Anyways, yeah, I just never <laughs> post about it just, on social media. I don't want to say it because this is good what he does, but right. it's like, but right. He, <laughs> well, is, right here, Jared. This hopefully this last <laughs> sentence. I'm, we'll take it for we'll take it for what it is. Uh, I do it from the heart, is what Hingston says. So when okay. Hingston pulled up on the uh, pulled I mean, up great. to the house, I'm not shitting on him. <laughs> right when Hingston pulled up to the house with a basketball hoop. He was greeted by Patricia Williams and her eight-year-old grandson, Jeremiah. He told Williams that he drove by and saw a little boy throwing his ball into the trash can, and he wanted to give him a gift. 
Williams said that Jeremiah loves basketball and plays in a league at their local church. His favorite player is LeBron James. Uh, everything never uh, heard ev- of him. <laughs> Everywhere he goes, he totes his little basketball. Williams said. Uh, this man was a complete stranger. Uh, I started crying because it was an angel in disguise. Hinkson said he got emotional too. Uh, Jeremiah was jumping uh, for joy in the background, um, and it was a very special moment. So anyways, mm. I think this is a great story. Um, just these little acts of kindness like that can uh, you know, really do a lot. And I just remember being a kid and playing sports with my friends outside, and you know, uh, we, we did a lot more like street hockey around here. Well, it's kind of the same sentiment you know like if if i wouldn't have had gear and someone would have you know say people saw us outside playing and i didn't have a good hockey stick you know or something like that Mm -hmm. right whole point is i just i just love hearing these stories i think they're great so shout out to you mr hinkston Um, i can imagine um spread a little love that is very rewarding you know to go and 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 see these little sparks of like make, make people's day or whatever oh definitely Definitely. i could i could see that I, i could see getting addicted to that I'm not personally addicted to that. I wish I was, but I could see it. I get it. Right. All right. I got one last one, Jared. And we'll make this one quick. Uh, this shout out goes out to NASA for putting the Dude, Perseverance I saw that. rover We're on the same page. Yeah. yeah. I I saw that. <clears throat> uh, oh, sorry. Keep going. Is that all you? Had, is that all you're going to say? Well, I was hoping you were going to add something because oh, you said you saw it. I mean, I don't really know much about it. Like, isn't there some sort of drone that follows it or something? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I, I Yeah. Basically, we're going to get a lot more images, from what I understand, of Mars. Yeah. Uh, and technically, we have now, quote unquote, I saw this uh, somewhere. I forget where it was. We've, quote unquote, colonized Mars with robots. That's <laughs> what where I, where I saw somewhere. I forget where I it mean, was. I mean, that's what we do. Not we. That's what people do. Right. Um, so, so here, Jared, here's what the Perseverance rover will do now. Uh, excuse me, NASA's Perseverance rover just landed on Mars after leaving Earth more than six months ago. Now that the rover is on the red planet, the work begins. Here's what it will do. The rover will explore um, Yezero Crater. Uh, this crater is uh, the site of, of of an ancient lake that existed 3.9 billion years ago. The rover will search for microfossils and rocks and soil there. It will relay images from Mars. Uh, it will drop a helicopter. So not even a drone, Jared, but a helicopter, I guess. Um, helicopter well, on well, Mars. Well, hold on, hold on, hold mm-hmm. on, hold on. I- I'm looking at that quote unquote helicopter and right it's now. It's probably a drone. I'm I'm on I'm on Percy. I'm on as they call her. They call her Percy. I'm on okay. Percy's. Uh, it's NASA Perseverance is the name of the na- uh, Twitter. I'm on the Twitter account and I see it. And I I mean I guess my question would be, what is the difference between a drone? In a helicopter, isn't a drone? Couldn't a drone just be an unmanned helicopter? You know, because it's right. obviously unmanned. There's not someone in it. It's pretty small, actually, mm-hmm. but it has a. It does have a pretty big, like dual. Like it looks like a pretty. I mean, advanced dual or almost triple rotor system. So, right. um, I mean, obviously, it's advanced. It's flying in, on Mars. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's probably better than a, a drone you can get off of Amazon. But um, I just wonder. I just wonder what the difference is. But I see it. I see it. Ingenuity. The Mars it's helicopter cool. I carry is working as expected. I'm currently charging it. But once I set it down, it'll rely solely on its solar panels. If it survives the brutally cold Martian nights, the team will attempt flight. There we go. So shout out to NASA because that's that's yeah. great. Yeah. That is great. 
Well, Jared, I think I'm looking at my freckle past a hair watch on my on my wrist today. Oh, and I think you know what time it is. That's wow. right. It yeah, is time right. for some untranslatable timing, Chad. Which are uh, <laughs> thank you. Which are idioms, proverbs, axioms, sayings, phrases that don't always translate on a one-to-one basis. And we are your tried and true untranslatable professionals. And I'll get us started today, Jared, with a Swedish untranslatable. Uh, that's how you have to pronounce them if they're Swedish, just in case mm-hmm. you weren't uh, sure, Jared. Anyway, herga flurga. That's right. Tasig vatten over huvedet. Uh, meaning to take water over your head or getting water over your head. Oh, is that like to get in over your head in a situation like you, like you're you're, do, you're doing too much as the kids I'll, I'll, say. I'll give it to you. I'll you're give it doing to you. too much. We would, what's the uh, what's the English equivalent to that one? You're getting in some hot water maybe. Um, or as the Philadelphia people would say some hot water. No, you're it has to do with a bite. A bite. Mm-hmm. To bite off more than you can oh, chew. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I see. You're you're biting Bite. off more than you can chew. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yep. Taking on too many tasks at once. Well, yeah, that you or can getting handle. it over your head a certain Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I gotcha. Okay. You, you deserve a ham horn for that one, I'd say. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Um, my untranslatable is Serbian. Actually, both of mine are. Serbian is how, how similar is Serbian to Czech? No idea, actually. I'm not sure. Okay. It's a good question. Tresla segora rodio se mish. The mountain shook, but a mouse was born. What? The mountain shook, but a mouse was born? Yeah. It's like something, I don't know, something good to come out of a bad situation? Um. <laughs> no, I take that. No, I take that no, as a no. Okay. I just don't understand why, how you got got I, that. I, I have no idea. Um, when the something bad shook. happens and there's minimal damage or minimal problems, or maybe think about that differently. Maybe okay. you're maybe you're shaking. Mm-hmm. You're making a lot of. Uh, you're shaking a lot, uh, but just a mouse was born. You're you're. Um, getting all excited or riled up for nothing. There you go. Much mm-hmm. ado over nothing. There we go. Okay. Although I prefer yours. Getting all riled up for nothing. Getting all riled up for nothing. <laughs> well, why are you getting That's all right. riled up? You're slipping, <laughs> slipping on, on gator, gator piss. piss. <laughs> well, that's pretty good time. That's right. That's right. <laughs> all right. Uh, my next one for you, Swedish. Uh, and it is, I like this one. This one's an interesting one. Skita i det blaskapet. To shit in the blue locker. Hmm. To shit in the blue locker. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the? I don't know. I'm not. I'm gonna say that. That's random. Um, to shit in the blue locker. You really shit in the blue locker now, Jared. Like you really stepped in it. You you really done messed up, boy. Got the southern thing going again. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll you, give it you to you. Made a huge. Like you really messed up. Yep. Yeah. Basically, okay. yeah. You've gone too far. And maybe it's time to simmer down, is what they have. Speaking of Southern. Okay. Gone so too it's far, a little boy, different. you need to simmer down. <laughs> so slipping on gator piss. <laughs> well, here, this is what they say. Now you've done it. Well, yes, if you shit in the blue locker, you certainly have made a mess of things. Okay, Swedes are pretty casual. Shit in the blue locker. Exactly. Yeah, Swedes are pretty <laughs> oh, casual God. when it comes to swearing, so don't be offended by the uh, blue, uh, no pun intended, blue language. Uh, this simply means, yeah, you've gone too far and it's time to simmer down. Dude, Simmer in, down, boy. In, in Formula One, 
they swear a lot. Do they it, really? Yeah. And n- not obviously not. I guess the pres- that doesn't surprise me. Obviously not the presenters, but like, um, you know, they go to like they go, you know, they can go to everyone's radio and broadcast people's radio, what they're saying to their uh, to their, you know, to the paddock or whatever. And they and on they have to like pre edit them because there's, there's so many like uh, F bombs and what being dropped. That's funny. And, and it's like, what the fuck? And this is a lot. Of, and I'm like, and sometimes even I'm like, come on. <laughs> come on why, why what's with the language um uh, my so another serbian one from from j money vuk sit isvi that sound that does not sound uh serbian vuk sit isve ovce na broju the wolf is full and sheep are missing oh okay hmm is that just to to Ooh, is that to uh, eat a lot of food when you're not supposed to eat it? Like eat forbidden food? Uh, no. No, okay. I feel like that's not actually the right. <laughs> I, because I feel like now that I'm now that I'm looking, I'm, now I'm like, does that, that I, I think there, I might have have to have gotten this one wrong somehow because I'm, oh no, that's what it is, what it is, okay. So yeah, it means, um, I'll just give it to you because even this one throws me off a little bit. And I don't okay. know how I could explain this out of this. It's a win-win situation. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I don't know how the missing sheep would be how the is win. That? <laughs> Sounds under- like a lose, but hey, <laughs> that's why. That's why I'm confused. Less less sheep to shear, Jared. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, I I have one last one for you. This one's also uh, Swedish. Uh, here we go. Nereskuter ingenhara. A close a close shot will never get you the rabbit. You have to take big chances. Nope. Okay. You know, to nope. me, it sounds like you can't, like, if you're hunting, you can't just walk up to the animal and shoot, you know, shoot at point blank. You I mean, gotta... that, that is true, but that's not what this means. Okay. Uh, let me try to, I mean, we, we have we have a similar one. This says, a close shot will never get you the rabbit. We have a saying in English. Uh, at least American English, with the word close in it as well. Oh, close but no cigar. There we go. Mm. There we go. And that, you know, that phrase, to those of you out there listening who don't know what it means, close but no cigar basically means you almost did it, you almost won, but you didn't. Yeah. You know, it would be like if you play a video close. game and, you <clears throat> you know, Jared and I were playing FIFA and he was beating me two to one like he usually is and I'm running down the field and I go to cross the ball in the 89th minute and he just goes over the net and Jared mm. would be like, oh, Close but no uh, cigar. Uh, close, uh, close shot. Never get you I'm going to use Ooh, that. Yep, yep. <laughs> if I can remember that, not a scooter ingahara. I will say this though, Jared. I think the uh, close to winning. Uh, this could be an interesting little segue into our main uh, segment mm. today about generations, because I yes. believe it was our generation for sure, and definitely Gen Z, uh, where we have been raised. Uh, it doesn't matter if you win; you get a participation trophy. <laughs> oh yeah, that I'll, I know that I didn't get participation tr- participation trophies. I, that, I don't was know that, if I, I don't think that was our generation. Was it? Is it the younger ones? Then? I feel like maybe, maybe it, it was. I feel like maybe it was younger millennials or so. But we're could young be. millennials, aren't we? I actually here. Let me give you. Let's start with mm-hmm. the official age split, which I have in good front of call. me. Good call. Yes, good call. Uh, 
So we'll, we'll, let's start our boomers. Well, I'll just give them, mm-hmm. I'll just give you all of them that we have. Why wait, not? Wait, we got to go before the boomers, dude. Cause yeah, that's a, right. That's like, true. We might as well. I was going to skip them because, I, I, anyway, the what, silent what? generation. Okay. See, I've there's different names for them. The I've greatest silent, generation. I've heard that's that That's another one. one. And another one I've heard as well, uh, and this is according to Purdue University, Purdue Global, uh, traditionalists. I've never heard that one before. Mm. I don't like traditionalists. That. I've yeah. never heard that one before. I heard yeah. I've heard the silent and the greatest generation. I kind of like the great generation. Just the greatest because is, is that because uh, they're considered to be so great because they fought two world wars and the Great Depression. That's uh, what, that's where oh, I actually think not it comes two world from. wars. Now that I look at the time period, but they fought the world World War Two yep. like, at least. Yep, they were alive during World War Two. Yeah, and I guess they were born slightly after the Great Depression. At least according to this no, no. Uh, webs. Not what I'm no. seeing. What I'm seeing is 1928 to 1945. Oh, you're right. You're right. The I Great got my Depression dates mixed up was 1929. Yep. And so today they'd be 75 to 92. Yep. Um, and then there's the baby boomers, the boomers, yep. as they kind of just get called now, which is really yep. okay. Boomer. Boomer is not a great word. It just sounds like an old person word. Right. Millennial at least sounds like high tech. Well, who, who, <laughs> like who, who do you think named the baby boomers? Right. Uh. I don't Wasn't know. the traditionalists? Who, who the named The traditionalists. Them? <laughs> or the, or the, the silent so generation. The great, Why are they so I, traditional? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> for us, I wonder if it, there's like a certain level of generations back. Um, <laughs> maybe. Because they're uh, segregated? <laughs> well, no, I think, it's, uh, I think it goes back to the idea that in the United States, we don't have that long of a like a history. When I say United States, I mean like the uh, you know United States of America as a country. Yeah. Not you know there have been people living here for for you know very gotcha. very long time. I got gotcha. you. Uh, but anyways, uh, I think I wonder how far back like our generational memory goes. And for us, especially our age, you know, a lot of the quote unquote traditions people talk about maybe do come from like that number of generations back. Does that make mm. sense? I am hear I making you. sense or am I just being I crazy you. right now? I hear you. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, baby boomers. That's what I, from, from what the I hippies. see. And mine is according to uh, the Pew Research Center. Okay. So my source is cooler and better than yours. Uh, <laughs> That's and it's good. <laughs> uh, 1946 to 1964. And mm-hmm. in 2020, they'd be age 56 to 74. Yep. Our That's parents. Our, That's our parents. Yes. Yep. yep. Um, then there's Gen X, which what I call them is the forgotten generation. That's my name. For okay. Them. <laughs> Why is that? Because first of all, every generation, except for Gen Z, which makes sense because that's now, but mm. every generation has a name except for Gen X. And Gen X really rarely ever gets talked about in, in, in like popular culture other than by Gen X people, you know? It's just, it's not a very, it's not a highly popularized generation. And so I often call them the, and I I often get Gen X and Gen Z mixed up. Oh, yeah, uh, me too. And I, so I often call them the forgotten generation, just mm. because I, I feel like they don't, no one talks about them. Everyone talks right. about boomers. Everyone talks about millennials. Gen Z are the current young kids, so everyone talks about right. them. Sure. Uh, but you know, you don't hear much about uh, Gen X. Gen X is 1965 to 1980. So in in uh, 2020, they'd be 40 to 55 years old. Yep. yep. Both um, of my older sisters are Gen X. Okay. There you go. Uh, if we're if we're naming Gen X people, I have a couple cousins that are Gen X. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, <laughs> um, 
and then millennials in right. 1981 to 1996 and in 2020 they'd be aged 24 to 39 yep um do you know any millennials just a couple one and or then two. uh gen <laughs> z <laughs> and then gen z is 1996 to present day do you know any Gen Zers? Gen Zoomers? Is that what they call them? Yeah, some of my Gen X uh, uh, family members have Gen Z kids. Right. <laughs> that That's what's kind of interesting is you're right, the Gen X. Uh, well, I guess millennials also can have kids that are Gen Z, but they would be probably the older but it, millennials. But it, it does tend to, now that Maybe I'm looking not. at this, it does mm-hmm. tend to be like boomers are like more millennial parents. Or parents right. of millennials, and then Gen X are parents of Gen Z. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. I never really thought about it that way. I mean, obviously, it's it interesting. Skips. It would skip like that, right? But uh, but yeah, okay. Um, okay. So those are the those are the 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 guidelines of of each generation. Just the right. for, for our framework of the generational mm. wars. Exactly. So let's uh, let's talk about really quick, Jared. Uh, some. Well, first, I guess let's go through. I just think this is fascinating. Just the the current workforce numbers in the U.S. So, so let me mm. just give give these. Can I make real a guess? Can I, can I make a yeah, guess? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. How I, many uh, great generations do you think comprise the current U.S. workforce? This numbers? is like, so. How many? Pers- how many? We're doing greatest to Gen Z. Yep. And um, it's uh, okay. 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 So mm-hmm. great. Uh, how many? Uh, how many? One, two, three, four. Okay, five. We're doing five. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I would imagine. That they're still working. Yeah, 2%. Very good. You're really? correct. That is correct. <laughs> oh, wow. The okay. baby boomers. What baby percentage? Boomers. I would imagine mm, 35. Too high. Okay. Oh, really? I guess Too the, damn yeah, high. A lot of those, the, most of them are in retirement age. Uh, 27 pretty close 25 percent. 25 good are, are they clean yep. cuts like that they're all clean uh, well, five ac- cuts acor- according to purdue global uh, okay okay so okay. we'll just go okay with so it. i'll stick with gen clean x. cuts like that then uh gen x i imagine would be okay so we did let me just do this math we did five mm-hmm. so two i said two percent okay 25 percent. So you're at 27 percent. 27 between the baby boomers and the gen x mm-hmm um, no, no, no. Tr- uh, excuse the, me. The yeah, baby boomers and silent generation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so 27. I'd imagine 35%. Pretty close. 33 for Gen X. 33. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're at what? 50, we're at 50%, 60, right? 60%. 27 yep, yep. plus 33 is yep, 60. Yep, you're right. You're right, 60. So the millennials, millennials would be... Wow. Now I'm... I'm <laughs> so I imagine millennials would have to be like... What thirty percent? Pretty close again, thirty-five percent. Wow, that's crazy. And yep. then so so Gen Z, or oh, wild. Wow, you shouldn't use crazy, by the way. Gen Z is <laughs> um, Gen Z is you're crazy. Uh, <laughs> you, they say it's an ableist slur. You should, is it really? You know, say maybe say wild instead. Maybe wild. say uh, maybe say Jared, ridiculous. You're wild. Um, you're but, nuts. Um, so uh, maybe not nuts. I don't think you should say nuts either. I think that's just oh. another form of crazy. Did I get us canceled again? No. You have, have, to, you have to have followers twice? to get canceled. <laughs> okay. Uh, how, so, many, how many Gen Zers? Let's see if you can... This is the last one. That's math. like 5% yeah. or something like yep. that? Yeah, yeah, 5%. Yep. Um, yeah. 
I, I'm actually surprised at, at at the number of millennials. I would imagine there would be more. We are Gen technically X. the majority in the workforce now. At oh, 35%. we are. Percent. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, we are. Like we, we have are, the highest are. percentage, at least. I mean, of, that makes sense because right. we should, at this point, the vast majority of millennials should be out of college. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, twenty four. So there are some. Um, that could still be, you know, but, you know, mo- generally speaking, most are out of college and um, it's, it's that it's, you're now in like, like there's, if, if you go up to Gen X, there could be some maybe early retirers because they were, you know, it's 55. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then obviously boomers, you know, a lot of those are retired, but right. I, I guess, yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um. So Jared, now I want to talk about. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's let's discuss, and I want you to guess again because you were you were flawless on that one. We'll see if we flawless can, victory. We'll, we'll, we'll see if we can keep uh, you can keep this high quality okay. here. And by the way, but, I'm not cheating. I haven't looked any of this stuff up. Right, right. Um, uh, anyway, so so here, so now let's talk about um, how how basically what some of the defining values and beliefs and worldviews of these mm. different generations and who according who is this according to this is the purdue global and this is okay. according to a dr bia osborne mm. uh who i don't, is, I don't who like is a doctor. member in the school of else. business and information technology I, I know that doctor i don't um, like him find some uh, some find someone else all right well too bad Jared. it doesn't matter <laughs> we're, we're going with this one no, uh, also significant historical events that have shaped each generation and this is mm. where I really want your expertise, Jared. How to best motivate and manage workers from each generation. So we'll we'll see here. All right, we're going to start with the uh, the silent generation or the great generation, however you want to call it. So once again, these were uh, people born 1925 to 1945. What do you think, Jared, would be some qualities or some traits mm. uh, that you would list for these people? Resilience. So this would be like our grandparents, right? Yeah, resilience. Mm-hmm. Okay. I imagine there's a lot of build yourself up by your bootstrap mentality. That's right. That's right. Um, I would say, um, yeah, because I feel like that generation had to experience a lot of rebuilding from 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 um, what from uh, the Great Depression, which was in 1929, and then also from I mean, you know, not that the U.S. was destroyed. Well, actually, I guess there was some destruction from World War II in the U.S., like Mm -hmm. Pearl Harbor and stuff like that. Yeah, and like so, and and even though there wasn't maybe a lot of physical destruction, still there's obviously a lot of mental wear Mm -hmm. on on a large portion of society because of a a war that you kind of have to rebuild from. And um, and so I think that generation was, and I think they're called the silent generation because they also um, another probably pillar is like that sort of, I guess it goes along with resilience, like like not complaining, you know. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Suck it up. Just do it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, here let me read you what uh, according to how, uh, how Purdue I, Global. Okay. Go ahead. I I, I yeah, would agree please. with what you said, but this is what they have here: dependable. Okay straightforward which i would agree mm, with i mean yes. my grandparents were definitely they did not beat around the bush my grandparents don't either <laughs> yep yep straightforward tactful and loyal mm. um I, I would agree with all those like i think loyalty is another big one i mean i feel I like think a i kind of did say tactful i, I kind of mm-hmm. covered tactful yeah i, I would think agree. that kind of does have to co- like that does come from like having to learn how to survive oh also there was um that was the time of the uh what do you call it when the the uh when there was no booze wasn't oh, that the time of prohibition when was uh, prohibition? was that in the 30s oh, that was the teens was that the teens or was it the th- 
I'm not sure. Or wasn't that the 30s? Oh, maybe it was. If it prohibition? is, um, it was. Oh, yeah, it was 1920 to 1933. So yeah, that was so the time were, of prohibition yeah, as well. They were babies, but they were alive. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. But yeah. So so here. So uh. So the things that have shaped the uh, Great Generation or the Silent Generation, obviously the Great Depression, World War Two, and then in in terms of technology, Jared, radio and movies. Mm. That was oh, like the big yeah. thing back then, mm-hmm. which you know also heavily influenced music. Like I, uh, I would also forget- say, well, no, maybe that was before that. I was gonna say manufacturing, but that actually might be before yeah. that because like Ford yeah. was like the night, like the uh, 18, 1918. right? And then also well, they were a lot still of ma- making a lot of improvements on manufacturing. Oh, for so sure, I think you're right. For sure, you're right. For sure, sure. The the other thing too is it's interesting to think about how technology influences each generation and like with this generation mm-hmm. having having like radio you know they had a lot of like they had records vinyl records and what's interesting about vinyl records Jared is that also influenced how long some of the the songs were because yeah. you could only put a certain amount of minutes of music on the ba- on one side of a record right uh, so right, it's right. really that's actually Jared where the I mean that was actually kind of the case for the, a long time though even past records that was still right. a, a factor but that's why some music back in the day or the radio standard was two to three minutes oh because okay. they wanted to oh, fit so a is certain that number. The, yeah oh interesting I didn't so it was shaped that. by the technology yeah another thing about the silent generation or the greatest mm-hmm. generation they do not smile in pictures true that's, that's true <laughs> now that i think I, about I, it i'm thinking you, back you can't yeah. not find a picture of my grandparents smiling in a picture <laughs> right right that's true that's true so jared how do you think uh the uh the great generation or the silent generation what's their communication style to the how point do they like blunt. to communicate no but i mean like what if you if you were if you were to get a hold of your grandparents the oh, way that oh i see the oh, way that they would actually talk do on the phone Okay, maybe t- yeah. Okay, letters. Yes, yes. Handwritten notes, definitely. Um, but they had, did they have phones at that time? Um, I I, I would say a, a landline phone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A cell phone, maybe, maybe not. Uh, good. Wait, and then, oh, cell phone. I thought we we're talking about the greatest generation. I'm saying, I'm saying, how how do they prefer to communicate? Which would oh, be through today. letters, yeah. Just in general, I think. Oh, but yeah. I thought you. I thought you meant like when at when they were like kids or something. Right. Well, I think that does influence how they do sure, communicate today, um, big time. All right. So I think we've covered we've covered the great generation. Uh, now let's move on to the baby boomers. Um, so what are some uh, character traits, quality traits, Jared, that that the baby boomers have? Mm, independence. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree with that. Um, I would say um, family. Now, obviously, okay. or like, but I would say like, no, I want to say like, like, I feel like the baby boomer generation is sort of like the American dream generation. That's sort of Could two you, and a yeah, half elaborate kids a little bit? Okay. in a subdivision. Right. Uh, and you work a factory job. You got a it, nice little Honda minivan. You have a uh, picket fence. Painted mm-hmm. with lead-based paint. Uh, you have a your nice kid, lawn. Your and kids a, are playing on the local a soccer golden team. Re, a golden retriever and yep. a Buick or whatever. Right. <laughs> um, I, I feel like that that, that that is the baby boomer generation, that American okay. dream generation. Okay. And yeah, that I, sort I of... Um, and I think they are... I think it, there is a lot of independence in that generation as well. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, 
and uh, yeah, no, I, that's that's what I that's what I'll give you. Okay. Well, I'll give you the the traits at least according to Purdue Global. Optimistic. I would agree with that one. Like I feel like there are a lot mm. of very optimistic baby boomers. Uh, competitive. I would also agree with that one. Yeah. Workaholic. Which I think yes. there definitely are a lot of baby boomers that are for sure workaholics. Yeah. And and kind of like what you were saying though, Jared, about the family. I would say, uh, they, and they mentioned also here, team-oriented. I would agree with that. I do mm-hmm. think a lot of uh, uh, boomers, I think, are... I think uh, when I think of team-oriented, I would definitely consider the boomers more team-oriented than, like, my grandparents' generation, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, like my 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 great-uncles and my great-grandparents, they, they were more like maybe one or two people, like, they would go up to the cabin and, like, hunt and do work. They wouldn't, like, bring a whole crew up. You know, right. where I feel like a boomer like might be like, okay, let me get like five or six buddies. We'll all go up there and get it done. Whereas, you know what I mean? So it's a difference mm-hmm. in generational beliefs, I think. Yeah, for sure. And, and and also, but this was also, wasn't, aren't the boomers are also like the free love time. Yeah. And the like the, yeah. The, the, My background. And the, oh, is, is that, I was wondering why you chose that. It, well, it's supposed to, it's a Woodstock poster, but of course, okay. because it's vertical, well, it was we, cut so off. Why did you, would you choose a boomer background? Because <laughs> our parents are boomers. I don't know. I didn't know what to pick for a millennial background, to be honest with you. Uh, this just he, came uh, to mind. It was I easy would, to come to mind. Uh, I would make, for some reason, I think of Nickelodeon. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> like like the, the green splash, slime. The splash Nickelodeon logo, right. you know? Yeah, that's, right. that's, that's true. That's what I would have thought of. That's so, true. That orange one. Uh, I guess they're all orange, but um, so I would say I, I would say um, there was also baby boomers were also like um, sort of like um, like a it it was like a pro, the protest like a, the protest generation as well. Sure, yeah, uh, that was sort of not the original, but the, like that that was you know another. Uh, time in our history almost kind of you know similar to today where right um like um there are a lot of big pushes for racial quality uh, equality yeah which is part Mm -hmm. you know which was kind of connected to the hippie movement a a little bit i think it's also people forget that hippies were racist too but like uh (laughs) sure but like but uh, but those kind of fall together and that sort of we all love each other man you know right uh were they the boomers were, were they also the um the the sort of uh, going along with all of this the fight against vietnam generation too mm-hmm. yep that was yeah that's one of the big yeah so the things that shaped this uh, generation jared i'm glad you mentioned that the cold Definitely war vietnam war cold war would be later oh yeah cold that's war like would the be 80s. later um Civil rights movement also really shaped the mm-hmm. the boomer generation. Watergate as well, which is ironic oh, now yeah. because you think of Watergate and think of all the political stuff that's gone on in the last year, and I feel like Watergate now just seems like horseplay con- considering yeah. all the stuff that's happened. Yeah, um, but but yeah, <laughs> and he um, got impeached yeah. too, which is crazy to think about because now it's right. like there, oh, there's no chance that uh, that uh, you know enough uh, of one side would in, would impeach in, like their own person. It's you know, right. it's like, oh, that would right. never happen. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Let's talk about Gen X, Jared. Yeah. You say you say the forgotten generation. So uh, so Gen X born 1965 to 1980. Mm-hmm. What uh, what traits would you give them other than forgotten and uh, not uh, talked about? <laughs> I would say uh, rebellion. Like oh, interesting. Rebellion okay. against parents, I, I'd say. Um, okay. I feel like Gen X is when is when the respect for elders really started to go out the window. 
I feel like that was I, I the disagree. Tur- I feel like that was the I turning would say point. It's, I would say it was the actually the the tail end of the boomers. Interesting. Which which then would bleed into Gen X. A sure, little bit. sure, sure. But okay. I think it's actually the boomers because mm. if that's when they I became be, more individualistic. You think? Well, that and it's more about freedom of expression and and I think the hippies were honestly more mm. rebellious than the that's Gen true. Xers. If that's you really true. think about that's, it, that's a that's a very fair point. That's a very fair mm-hmm. point. Especially when it comes to just music, drug use, um, you know, well, that's all, the that, thing. all that when stuff. When I think of Gen X, I really do mm. think of 80s music. Like, right. I think of all that synth music and, and all right. the... Um, but then and again, all you have the, punk in the 80s, which is very that's rebellious. That's true. That's true. That was also the... Yeah, that's true. That was... Um, that's true. I, I think of uh, baggy clothes. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> um, this is also... Uh, well, MC no, Hammer Pants. Say, that'd be the 80s, right? Parachute Pants, I think mm-hmm. that's what they call them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Any other but, traits, though, Jared? So rebellious? I, I would say... To I some would degree, say I uh, this was also sort of... Uh, like, I don't want to say... I listen to to this this podcast and they're Gen Xers and they all mm-hmm. this one guy always let me know what you think of this because I don't really know this okay. one guy claims that that Gen Xers are they started irony like like that's like they're the generation that really embraced irony and and like hmm. uh, <laughs> maybe maybe in like, and like humor and, like, and and like sarcasm you know that's where like the sarcastic humor came from could it could be. Uh, and I don't know, but I always hear him right. say that. And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> I mean, that's that's a pretty bold statement. It it could be, or or what could happen that is that, shit. or or what happened is maybe Gen X that just that type of humor appeals the most to that generation, so they popularized it. I would say that that would be something that I would be comfortable saying. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't know if we can give them credit for coining it or creating it, but maybe popularizing what, what, what do you it associate or, with Gen X? Because I, I feel like um, I struggle to think of associations. I mean, we said the music, right? With yeah, with Gen X, I kind of, um, I, I don't, I don't really know. And maybe, maybe you are right about the forgotten being generation. Quote, forgotten generation. But I think with <laughs> with Gen X, I do think of so Gen X. That would be. I think they were also maybe sort of. Um, no, that's sort of boomers too. I was gonna say rebelling against like corporate, but that's certainly, right. but they certainly did that with uh, uh, like you know that's what hippies were doing too. I so. will say this: when I think of Gen X, I do think of kind of informal, like like I I don't think Gen X as a generation is known for like dressing like like dressing super sharp mm. or like wearing more formal clothes. Obviously, I'm sure there's plenty of Gen Xers you know, out that, there who dress great. You know what um, I I also mm-hmm. think about when I think of Gen X. What the war on drugs? That was oh, when yeah. that that was yep. when the war on drugs Reagan. really started. That's when the AIDS crack, epidemic, the AIDS ep- ep- epidemic, the crack mm-hmm. epidemic, uh, Cold War, the, fall of the Berlin Wall, the criminalization of crack versus cocaine, yep. and that's that's when right. all that really first started. And also that was when there was like um, there was like a uh, wasn't there like a like some spying? Like there was some like a there was during that time. I can't think of exactly what it was, but I feel like there was some. Um, FBI or CIA shading is happening. I mean, there's always FBI, CIA shading is happening. What am I talking about? Right. Uh, yeah. So that's all but I have yeah, for the forgotten those, generation. Those are definitely some. Yes. Yeah, what big does Purdue say? Shape them. Uh, so uh, they say Generation X is flexible, informal, skeptical, informal. independent. That's what I meant. Yeah I, th- yeah, I would agree with informal. Um, I would also agree with flexible. I think. Uh, I think a lot of informal actually mm-hmm. kind of makes sense because mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like Gen X might might be. That might have that generation might have been the first turn also in like 
not having to wear suits to the office and right. stuff. Like, right. cause, cer- cause yeah. you, if I think of like the '60s and beforehand, that was a time when people were in suits all the time and hats. Even and, even and- <laughs> my parents told me, you know, to wear like slacks, a button down, and a tie when I was just going to hand out job applications. Yeah, I mean, my parents, my parents were ve- are very. The, I mean, the term in the in the uh, big in the black community is like respect, you know, respectability politics and like sort of mm-hmm. the like how people perceive, especially black people, but how people perceive you. Based Based off of like your hair or your or how you look, and, right. and, and you know, sort of conforming to what society says is going to like keep you out of trouble, uh, which is you know problematic. Because in theory, not, none of that really matters. But um, my parents were certainly big into like how you present yourself at, at an office. Uh, you know, especially as a black person, but just in general, you know, how you present yourself as an off at an office and like what you wear is very important. But I feel like Gen X was like the first turn and maybe like casual Fridays or mm-hmm. like companies just like ditching uh, uh, that, you know, the, the policy of, of dressing up. I feel like Gen X was probably the big the big change on that. Right. In case you're curious, Jared. In uh, six years, Gen X will outnumber the uh, baby boomers, in case you were curious. Okay. Pretty I'll crazy. i write that down. Uh, exactly. But yeah, I, I would agree with you with uh, all that. Uh, so let's talk about Gen X worldview. Uh, and I'm not sure if I necessarily agree with this, but pessimistic. I think Pessimistic. I say pessimistic. Some, okay. Uh, Am I well, right? Well, interesting you say that. One, one of the things Purdue Cynical. Global says here is quick to move on if their employer fails to meet their needs. I would mm. say that I do think Gen X and our generation <laughs> is, well, exactly. I would say Gen X and our generation, we both are more willing to, mm-hmm. I think, jump and change jobs because nowadays yes. just the job market is so much different than I think, I think it was for the boomers. I think the boomer generation is the final, might be the final generation where where you hear like people be like, I worked at this company for 38 years or right. like I started at this company when I was 18 or 22 when I just graduated and I worked at this company I until I retired. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, I work at a large company, like, a you know, sort of an old school style, you know, corporation. Right. And you see and you see a lot of that where, where people are like, yeah, I've been here for 38 years. Right. And, and sometimes I, I, I'm like, how old are you? Like, you look great. Like, I'll right. say this to myself. Obviously, I'm not saying this right. to coworkers, but I'm like, maybe you should o- say that to your coworkers. <laughs> I'm like, how old are you? <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, I thought you were like in your 50s, but that means you would have started here when you were, what, 12? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so yes, but I think I think I think that like the 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 younger boomers or like older Gen X is like the last bastion of staying at a company like that for your right. whole life, you know, and then getting the retirement party where you get a Rolex or whatever and mm-hmm. your pension. Right. Uh, speaking of Gen X, Jared, fun fact: Gen X is probably the last generation that actually knows how to open up and fold a newspaper. Because if you think about it, I couldn't tell you the last time I've actually opened up a newspaper. Dude, I, I don't read think, lots of articles. Or like but, a map. I don't think I've ever right. properly closed. Once a map has been opened, it never gets closed the same way. Uh, true, true. <laughs> which, by the way, Gen Z has no idea what we're talking about. Right, a map. <laughs> Just use the app. Why are you, why, where is, what's this M on this word? It's app. Exactly. Yeah. Now let's talk about uh, millennials, Jared. Uh, what, what do you think are the traits of millennials? Let's uh, try to be as unbiased as possible here. I would say, um, I would say, um, like, uh, s- social justice. 
okay. is a big is a big trait of of okay. millennials. I would say um, now, like it's hard. It's, this is hard because I keep just mm-hmm. thinking about like the stereotypes of like millennials that can't buy can't buy houses or millennials right. don't know how to uh, properly invest money. Like like we can thank a lot of the boomers for stereotypes that. Stereotypes of millennials is that we have no idea how to properly use our money. And but then, which is true to some extent. But then millennials say, "Well, no, it's the boomers that that set up the the account like the after like the like the workaholic boomers that turned our economy into this overworking right. econ- like system that under under um, pays but over expects on work." Mm-hmm. Um, we get into the generational wars a little bit, uh, right? <laughs> right. But uh, so it's hard for me to just properly think about what millenn- what would define a millennial. Well, I would I, say I, individualism, I s- probably. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I would. Say, oh no no no! I would say actually I would say I take I take that back. The opposite of individualism. I feel like reliance. Okay. We 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 definitely have like a uh, reliance on parents. Yeah. Sure. Um, sure. We have a uh, we're, we're the first. I'd also say millennials are the first generation to really embrace mental health i would say i would say um before i would say gen x and back it was more like like mental health was more stigmatized mm-hmm. as a as a as, as a thing to talk about or okay. you know talking about feelings uh, I, w- I would say i would say that, that that was a big movement with millennials self-care is a big mm-hmm. millennial sure. idea the idea okay. of 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 uh, treating oneself mental is a health big, day <laughs> he had me days mm-hmm. taking me right. days um i would say millennials uh, it doesn't feel like millennials are obsessed with money like they're not money driven interesting okay. that's how i feel I, okay all right and well, I, here- I, I am money driven but mm-hmm. i but i don't feel i don't feel like i don't feel like that represents millennials okay yeah i think i think you are right to uh yeah i would actually agree with that so one one trait that I think a lot of millennials have, not all, but a lot, um, is open-mindedness. I do think mm. a lot of millennials, mm-hmm. because we were raised by boomers who were into the whole hippie free love movement, a lot of that stuff. But then um, the boomers, uh, you know, once once the millennials were born, the boomers had already take, you know taken off their free love outfit and put on or you know their tie dye right. and put on their suit and tie right and i don't know about you but i don't i get like glimpses of of what my parents were like as children like i don't really i don't know if i have a full picture of even like i i, I only know them as uh, put on your suit and go to work adults you know <laughs> right well they're, they're your parents i mean that makes right. sense um, okay, so yeah, so according to Purdue Global, uh, they do say civic and open-minded. I would say millennials, we tend to, uh, and, and I've even heard this from teachers, that our generation, we, we have tended to be a lot kinder to our peers, believe it or not, than Gen X mm-hmm. uh, and the boomers, which which well, I could kind of see I'd that, I guess. I'd say Gen X and boomers certainly call us, so- call us soft, you know? Well, I do think a lot of us are soft. <laughs> I, I would agree <laughs> with that. <laughs> but here's here's what's interesting is Purdue Global, they do say that uh, a trait of millennials is millennials are competitive. Mm. I would agree with that, but I, I, I think some of that is just because of the nature of the way the world is now. I'd you be know? surprised to feel i don't feel like that's a millennial specific thing now you know obviously purdue 
you know, I'm sure they, you know, they know what they're talking about. But me personally, I I don't picture that as a millennial thing. I picture that as a boomer. I feel like that's a thing that if it is a millennial thing, that's certainly a thing we got from the boomers. I would agree with you, but I I feel like... I think that's why we are so competitive. And and just think about sports, Jared. I mean, sports have never been at the level. Obviously, it's Mm. some of it's because of the times and some of it's the technology and everything else. But I mean, just think about it. Like, think about how evolved and developed sports have become. And I think a lot of that does have to do with competitiveness. You know, I don't watch sports other than Formula One, but like, I was, I watched the Super Bowl and um the camera technology blew me away bro like mm-hmm. the, like the way they have like they have this new i don't even know how to explain it but like it's this new camera technology well first of all it looks like they're there is it just it, on the ball but you it's get the ball no no view? like when you see like the people <laughs> like the people look like ultra realistic but it's also like this thing it's this weird effect where it's like it's constantly focused like it's the have you did you watch the super bowl bits and pieces of it do you know what i'm talking about at all like where Not it's really, like it's no. oh my god all right Never mind. It's like it like it's like hyper it's like it's you know it's just hyper realistic but it's also mm. this effect where it feels like the camera is constantly focusing and refocusing. Gotcha. Like you know you know how you know how you can see where a camera like it does that in and out sort yep. of and you know blurs somewhere and then gets focused on something. It almost feels like it's constantly doing that on on different things and like on different people and things. But like mm. the, when it does focus on something it's this hyper realistic thing. I don't know. The technology is insane, is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Uh, what I also say crazy. about millennials, by the way, is that uh, I mean, we are the first. We we are the generation that um, has we 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 are the first generation to sort of ha- really experience technology and no technology. Right. And so we yeah. we had to grow up. Um, we, like in the in in the midst of the like the hyper hyper speed mm-hmm. acceleration of technology right. because i'd say from like the from like the late 80s to i mean still going like technology has grown exponentially throughout yeah. the oh, past like 20 years essentially since and it's 2000. evolved way faster than we as humans obviously evolved too. exactly exactly and i i think i think we are the we're, we're lucky in the sense that we're, I think we're the we're the the generation that that is, um, like we're, we're not gonna have like we're we're less likely to have that sort of like I don't understand this technology moment. I'm, right. I've, I know I'm scared. I feel like I'm gonna bite my tongue because I'm sure it's gonna happen because technology is still advancing. But I feel like it's the, the thing about like when you see your boomer parents or silent generation grandparents try to use technology, it like. I can't imagine. If I had a dollar. I cannot imagine that's going to be um, us millennials. I mean, you're terrible with a phone now as is. It's mm-hmm. it, so I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, but I, I, I try to use my phone as little as possible, and I don't really want to know much more about it. Okay, that's 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 the reason why Chad doesn't know how to save a picture. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. <laughs> we'll we'll that we'll say that that's what it is. Okay, but it doesn't it doesn't matter. Listen. We're, we this is a generational war, Chad. Don't don't so, turn this into a Chad and Jared war. That's We're right. On the same that's team true. Here, that's true. <laughs> what what events has shaped the millennial generation, Jared? Nine eleven. Yep. Obviously. Um, I would say St- we're I also still remember we're also, that day. Yeah, we were fourth, third grade, fourth grade. I think I was third grade, third and or fourth. Uh, it yeah. was. I certainly because I, I remember 
we we had we had like a mid morning reset, like fifteen minute yep. recess thing that they canceled. They're like, no, we can't go outside. I do remember that. We got sent home. We we had a half day and got sent home. And I'm like, why? I, why I, are we I going home early? We might have gotten sent home too. I don't fully remember. Mm-hmm. We we might have too though. Actually, I drove past my elementary school today. Oh nice. Um, Any I would other also big say events? we are the we are the generation of the mass shootings. School mm, shooters, yes. yep. mass shootings. I, I'd say right. our generation is has it, like a really started becoming a normal occurrence. Unfortunately, yes. During uh, and and what was the the predecessor of of mass shootings? Jared? Or the pre- what do you mean the predecessor? Or what or, started it? You mean yeah, like yeah. Okay, I would say like uh, I imagine you mean Columbine in yes, Colorado. Sir. Yep, Columbine. Exactly. I don't think predecessor is the right word because predecessor is like what became came before school shootings right but you mean like what the first one i can't think of the first there's a word for that but i can't think of what it is right but yeah it was certainly columbine was the first time but that was the first one where it was like like national news holy shnikes but then it was but then by the time we got to like the there was what sandy hook by the time we got to san what was is that was that the elementary school no that was so yeah by the time it got in in, uh, connecticut when that one happened and uh and no one did yeah, anything. elementary school i also yep. remember the virginia tech one was big when we were kids uh, yep yep um yep. but the fact that we can just uh list off uh, there's also the one remember the guy that was going around in the van uh uh shooting people from his car Mm-mm. Oh, okay i remember that when we were kids too okay um the, Crazy. the fact that we can just rattle off uh like mass sh- like mass shootings uh, is certainly something that started during our generation, I would say. Yep, yep. And then I would say, um, well, that's it. I mean, obviously, technology. You know, the the hyper uh, hyper exponential growth of technology. Right. Yep. Uh, you know, so social here, media. I would say we're also the. Yep. You know, we were the first even, generation. Even bigger of, than that, Jared, would be the internet. Just the internet oh, yeah. in general. That's a huge, huge one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I said here's that an interesting, already, yeah. right? Well, that one's so big, it's easy to forget. You know, it's, mm. it's like right in front of your so face. So ubiquitous now. Yes. Uh, this this is a crazy uh, percentage here, Jared. 75% of the global workforce will be made up of millennials by 2025. Mm. Okay. I don't know 75%? if that's a good or... Yes. Jeez. Oh, you I don't know, know another if that's thing? a good or a bad thing. You know, we didn't talk about uh, like uh, like pop culture and stuff. We mm-hmm. were also the first generation of the um, no of of no longer using CDs or no longer having a physical form of music. We were the first generation right. of MP3. Yep. And Lime we were wire, frost wire. We were the first generation torrents, iPods, uh, yep. Napster. Uh, yep. Napster's kind of old though, but we, that was kind of a little bit. Before, no, that was, that was our time. But like, we were mm-hmm. the first generation that really had to. Uh, uh, we were the fir- that really screwed up a, a computer over right. downloading some yep. stupid shit. I mean, the uh, digital and, generation, and it was yeah. really the wild. It, it was the wild west of downloading. You could download right. anything. Yep. Uh, and and there was and and we didn't really think about the repercussions. <laughs> right. Right. Very true. Very very true. <laughs> I destroyed. I probably at least two computers because of LimeWire alone. Definitely one, for sure. <laughs> Probably two. Yeah. Oh, good times. But hey, you you had to get your 50, 50 cent into club on yeah, your Yeah, for some reason you had to get the iPod. entire discography of like Drake or something, right. which I did have, by the way. Right. I wasn't even that big of a Drake fan. For me, it was probably Metallica, but yeah. But it was just same, because... Same, yeah. 
I remember actually because I remember Guardo. That's not his real name, but it's probably best that I don't. Yep. He was the torrent master in college. So like, I'd ask. So like, the reason I brought up Drake specifically is because I think there was like one album or one even a couple songs I wanted, and he was like, and he just oh, gave you the whole, whole discography. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then you can really decide which songs you like and you don't like. And it would have like every remix, like right. every <laughs> remix. That's awesome. And uh, well, by the way, we were also the generation of the of the. Uh, of like the of the dances. I mean, obviously there were dances. Oh, before, that's true. But like the Superman dad ho, the Dougie, right. stanky the, leg, uh, the stanky leg, Good yeah, like, stanky leg. <laughs> I mean, I guess that, I guess every generation had their dances though. Would, so I'm not going to say that was. Or shuffle be Gen X? That seems like a more Gen Xy to me. I imagine my um, mom and cousins Cotton doing Joe? it. Oh God, that is our generation. No one is playing Kanai Joe at any of my family gatherings. Mm. <laughs> that is not usually played at black fam- family get-togethers. <laughs> I need to stop the Cuban going to white is, people though, get-togethers. But but, uh, but uh, certainly not Kanai Joe. <laughs> right. Let's see, what are some other big dances? Yeah, anyways. There's the Macarena. Oh, yep. Yep. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. That was like when we were kids, yeah, really. That, that might have been Gen X because that was when we were kids. Mm-hmm. But it lasted all through our childhood. Like it was oh, still yeah. popular when we were Definitely. in elementary and middle school. Right. For sure. Uh, all right. Let's move on to Gen Z here, Jared. So Gen Z born 2001 oh, by the way, to 2020. Mm-hmm. I, one more thing that really defined the millennials is the cartoons, yep. by the way. That was another big one. And obviously I'm biased. Ooh, okay. But okay. I would say that the, the Disney... A lot that of was, great cartoons. That You're was right. really the, the growth of Disney, I would say. as like I'd a, argue the Disney generation might be actually Gen X and millennials. I would say it might span back that far. But, I, but G- Disney Channel? Like, obviously Disney right, was true. huge... Uh, and, you know the movies started mm-hmm. what in like the nine like the nineties, right? Um, well, that's millennial. But the movies like the Disney movies really started in like the nineties, didn't they? I think 80s? you have some other ones in the eighties, but that would be like an older. That's still millennial. millennial. Yeah, you're right. And, and, and you're right. certainly Disney Channel, that's mm-hmm. a millennial thing. That that is yep. you're it, right. That's and true. so in a Nickelodeon Cartoon Network, I would say like the the Saturday morning cartoon. That right. was that I, I would I would say and and um but I, you know I'm also biased just because I know you know that's my generation so I know it better. Gen right. Z. Well, let's, we can move on to Gen Z because I have some generational war stuff I want to talk about. Cool. What what traits? Just real quick, would you go with Gen Z? Fully technologically in, immersed. Yep. Okay. Um, I would I'd say they're also I would say they're the woke generation. Mm, so okay. they're 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 progressive. very okay. They're very progressive, very socially conscious, very yep. um I'd like agree. like uh, like sensitive to people's feelings. I feel like mm-hmm. that's sort of new for <laughs> right. That's a, a sadly a relatively yeah. new thing here in America. Right. Um. Like like you know like you can't like I, I would say the millennials were certainly the last generation where you could get away with saying you know obviously it's it's still gonna probably gonna change with time. But I, I feel like Don't we be getting the, us canceled, Jared. The last generation where you could really get away with saying some words that just you can't. Right. You could not right. say today. Okay. You know whether it be R's F's. You know, there's C's. A, C's, all sorts of right. words that you just that you just millennials said, but that was sort of the last time that those words were accepted. Right. Uh, social, I would say, social change in general mm-hmm. is big for our, sure. for our generation. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, climate. Gen Z, you mean? Gen Z, okay. I'd say, is hyper concerned about climate mm-hmm. uh, for good reasons. 
Uh, sure. It's, uh, I think everybody should be more concerned about that. In Texas right now. It's not a right. blizzard, but there's a lot of snow in Texas right now, mm-hmm. and they can't handle it. Um, yeah, that's that's what I have for you. Okay. And also, so, um, uh, no, that, that's it. You know, and, so oh, according it, to Purdue Global, what they have mm-hmm. here is, is global, entrepreneurial, progressive, also less focused. I would say it's not that they're less focused. They're I would kids. just say that they've gotten... Well, they're not kids, Jared. I mean, if you were born in 2000, you're 20 years old. I mean, technically, oh, you're crazy. an adult. You're an adult. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, I think that the key with Gen X, why people label them as less focused is just because they grew up in a time when they could just get things a lot faster, so they're not mm-hmm. as patient. Like yeah, we've talked about for the you instant, and I. Instant gratification exactly. generation. Well, we've like, talked the about- the first generation where you, you can get anything you want delivered to your house within a day. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> if you live in, you know, you know, the West, Western, you know, most Western places. Right. Well, and we, we've talked about how, how terrible it is when or we have to wait four days or a week to get something delivered. But when we were younger, that was normal mm-hmm. to wait four days or longer, you mm-hmm. know, for sure. Four or five business days. Yeah. Um, you know, and we also didn't have all these great apps where you could, you know, I remember when I was a kid, if I didn't know my bank statement, you know, I'd have to, you know, go to the bank, you know, and it wasn't like I could just log on or, well, I th- actually, no, maybe I, was internet banking a thing when I first opened? I don't remember. I don't, but anyways, it was just I different. Remember. We I would just also didn't have say, all these great apps. We also just did, even if it was a thing, you couldn't just, you know, download an app and get, right. get into it with your face. And your or face, your, yeah, your, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Or, or in my case, I have an older phone, my thumbprint. Right, exactly. Um, also, um, I would say I, I would say that this pandemic will also really shape Gen Z. You know, yep. it's happening right now, so yep. you can't really say the effect it has on Gen Z. Mm-hmm. But I will say it, it I, it'll almost definitely have a big effect on 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 future generations. This pandemic, yeah, one hundred percent. I completely because agree. Millennials, Gen X, Boomers, up until this point, have experienced no pandemic. I mean, there was the uh, you know, there have been small, there was a small, what was it? Well, the, the AIDS epidemic for Gen oh, X. that's true. But that, was, but that was also sort of... Ebola for us, which wasn't yeah, a huge thing in the U.S., but... The thing about, the, thing about thing. the AIDS epidemic, though, is that was kind of the fault of the government. It did not have, like, that was more, I don't want to say it was hysteria, because it mm-hmm. wasn't hysteria, but, like, that was sort of the, I feel like that was more the result of bad... Uh, policy and bad. I mean, couldn't you couldn't and, you argue that the same for right now though? And the demonization of the gay community, like right. like they really turned them into like they made like they blamed them and made and sort of made it worse than it had to be because of the homophobia and hatred right. of, of the gay community. Right. Yeah. Um. Like because uh and 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 because of that because of the hatred and you know sort of a fear of the gay community that led to the. I think that played a big role in the terrible sex education that uh, that was experienced at that time, you know, and, and not just and not really wanting to be realistic with sex right. education. Right. So, Jared, you know what a big key thing with these generational wars is how we view generations culturally. So there's just one quick thing I want to bring up, and then I think it will be a good segue to talk about the generation wars, is this idea, and I don't know if you've heard about this before, so maybe it'll be something new for you. Uh, And I heard about this a couple weeks ago, so it was also, it's pretty new for me. But the idea of horizontal versus vertical uh, identity and cultural identity. So basically what that means here is vertical 
it means you grow up more in a traditional culture like uh, like I think of China for example where uh, your grandparents live in your house mm-hmm. right and you have a much more vertical type of lineage where you really know you know your family you know your identity mm-hmm. you know most likely where you're from uh, you know all that stuff right whereas then you have horizontal culture or generational uh, I guess culture which is more like what we have in the US mm, where that's interesting. You, you know you move out at 18 or 19 you know I know I know a little bit about my family but after like my maybe my great grandparents there's not really a ton we know and I imagine you don't know much about like where you're I mean like your heritage or where you're from like do you you don't do you don't really associate with your I don't even know what sort of national heritage you have but you don't associate with I'm a it. smorgasbord of French well, and, Irish English and that's, German okay okay I thought you were just going to leave it at mm-hmm. Smorgasbord. I didn't actually think you were going to name them. That's why but, I, I interrupted yeah, you. I'm but, sorry. But, but I would say good. that's also huge for, I mean, that's huge in America because, uh, you know, I'm a black person mm-hmm. and our, our our heritage and history was stripped from us when right. uh, during slavery. And so we have, you know, most Which black people. Which is not that many generations back, which sure. I think is worth mentioning. Yeah. Most black people have really no concept of where they came from because, you know, white people made a pointed effort to for them not to know. Right. Um, Change names. Yeah, exactly. Change names or like, you know, like separated families, Um, uh, you know, also, you know, a lot of rape and 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 kids coming from from uh, from that, too. And families Um, being separated as well. Yeah, I just I just said that. I feel like you're not listening to me. <laughs> I, I am listening. I'm just oh, trying to I recap. I just said that. Uh, recap. Uh, anyway, um, but uh, but as far as the horizontal culture goes, I mean, the black community essentially it plays a primary role in defining American culture on the mm-hmm. horizontal level. Right. Um, and I think I think there is something to having to make up for like you have to make up for one with the other it's like well because we we don't we can't right. really associate with our history we are you know we have a much better relation with our present culture sure that, but i that, also that, think that some of it also comes down to lifestyle uh culture quality of life what i mean by that is like in the u.s if you are over 18 or, or you've graduated college, let's say that's maybe a safer way to approach it. Or, or, you know, I would say especially 21 up, a lot of people, you know, want to or are almost expected to move out of their parents' house. Whereas mm-hmm. in a lot of other cultures, you know, you might live with your parents until you're married. And some people, yeah. you know, get married in their 30s. Um, yeah, it's more like a, it's more like a, a more of a transfer of power. Mm-hmm. And like, like I feel like uh, I know in in Chinese culture, and I imagine in, in other Asian cultures, um, it's it's more like like you you live with your parents, but then you know once you start, once you the child start working and making money, they, there's a slow transfer to where now you're the main breadwinner for the home and taking right. care of the parents, and the and but then in return, you know, you have sort of you know built in. Uh, child care, you know, and mm-hmm. and it's just like a. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. But Americans and a lot of other Western cultures are like, let me just drop them some, drop my parents somewhere so I can live my life. Right. <laughs> I'll hire child care. <laughs> yeah, it's very very different views, and I also think uh, our generation and also Gen X, 
the idea of the nuclear family isn't as important as I think it was with the boomers, especially our grandparents' generation. Mm. Uh, it's very, very different now. You know, yeah, you, sure. it's, it's just a different cultural, you know, I mean, getting divorced or, or, you know, having a child out of wedlock nowadays doesn't have the same type of stigma as it used to, you know. Um, let, let me ask you this, Chad. Mm-hmm. Let's let's see let's see um, if how you feel about this. Okay. Signs? Do you? I, I want to. Do you? Do you, uh, signs that? Do you know what? The, there are signs that the Gen Z have of dead giveaways that okay. you're old. These are the uh, dead giveaway old okay. signs, and and they're not anything. In and it's it's a variety of things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you give me some Tight guesses? Pants. How the hell did you guess that? Tight pants. How the hell did you guess that? Because yeah, I'm in the know, Jared. <laughs> Tight pants. Side parts. Okay. okay Tight well, pants. Side parts. Well, you can start a new rap song. Is this a uh, song? Let's see here. What else? No. no. Well, what we, do you mean we're side making parts? It up. Like your hair. Like a side part oh, in you your hair. Oh, you looked this up. Okay. Because there's I, no way. I didn't, I didn't look this how up. Do you, how would you know this, though? There's because <laughs> because I'm in the know. Do you, I am on, no I'm way, in social media, Jared. There's no way you did not look this up. And it's I, fine if you looked it up. I, I mean, I don't blame, I'm being obviously. I'm 1 billion percent honest with you. I haven't looked anything up. This is simply you things I've heard. <laughs> oh, Dude, my I'm gosh. on social this media. This is new to me. <laughs> I'm on social media. I see memes. I read random articles and stuff on social I mean, media. the side part, when I hear it it made sense mm-hmm. to me but i would never guess it there's one more that blew my we, fucking mind and dude. and we talked about this actually i will say we talked about this at work uh in, okay. a, in a meeting we had a couple weeks back i love it where, i didn't realize where, I, this and, is and news the, to me the whole the whole conversation started with um us talking about uh gen x because i do work with a lot of gen xers their mm-hmm. generation is kind of the wear jeans at work generation where you know yeah. like you said casual fridays and then and then we were joking around about like uh you know, in the in the seventies, it was like bell bottom jeans, right? Uh, and then our generation, like the the famous song, you know, get low says apple bottom jeans. You know, our but, generation but also though was certainly jeans. also the skinny jean generation. Yep, skinny jeans. Sure. Yep. I mean, I wore skinny I, jeans, but I, I went through both. I, as as elementary school and early middle school, my shit was baggy. Yeah, I, oh, had, yeah, I had the Jinko jeans that were super baggy. I had a big, like just everything was big. But Did then you have the wallet chain, Jared. No, never the, the wallet cool chain. No, okay. never the wallet chain. But you know what? Actually, studded belt. Uh, no, but I am very familiar with it. I never had one personally, but I'm okay. very familiar with it. That I was had super one back popular. in the day. Did you really? Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Black, <laughs> black Iron Maiden T-shirt, long hair, skinny jeans, you black the, Vans, and the studded chain, belt. The chain too. I think so. You, and, and, you had yep. chain and studded belt. I think so. Jesus, dude. I mean, hey, <laughs> you know, good old, good old being a millennial back I, in the day. I, I, although I do remember though, what what jump started my switch in real fast actually mm-hmm. was the move to Germany. Oh, Germany yeah. at that yep. point, or the Europeans, they did not rock the baggy stuff. They Europeans were, don't. they were no. not doing baggy at that time. Nope. And so that was a switch. Uh, that was when I first started embracing the skinny. And that's jeans. when Jared got style, people. And, Moving to yeah. Europe, it'll do that to you. <laughs> Europe will do that's, that to you. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and uh, that's when I first started wearing the skinny jeans. That's when I first actually started really paying attention to brands mm. and noticing brands like that. Right. You know, my Carhartt jacket. That's when. Speaking uh, of brands, like, tune into our next episode about brands. By the way. 
Oh yeah, that is what our next episode mm-hmm. is about. Yeah. Speaking of brands, <laughs> at first I was like, "What are you talking about?" Right. Right. Now? <laughs> Chad's just crazy. <laughs> right. But yeah, but the clothing is definitely a big one. I I wonder are flannels a millennial thing? I just love flannels. No, I would say thing? that's a Gen X thing. I think that's more really? like the okay. like the grunge, the grunge era. Okay, uh, that's the, fair. Uh, what's his name? Kurt Cobain era. Yep. Well, Nirvana. The, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, even Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam for sure. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like, what is that other one? Oasis. Alice I can chains. Uh, I, but I imagine no, that. I Oasis think more, isn't grunge. No, they're not grunge. But I imagine them wearing flannels is what I'm right. saying. Okay, fair enough. Um, but I are some other things that show you're old, Jared. Some oh, another one. This one blew my mm-hmm. mind, and I'm okay. not a big emoji user. But I do oh, lo- how you use them, probably. But not even just how you use them. There's a very mm-hmm. specific emoji that the youngs don't use. The eggplant emoji. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! They or no, they're always using that. Yeah, no, they use that one too much. That one. Right. Calm down on the eggplant. The smile, emoji. the normal smiley emoji, probably because it's too mainstream and normal. No, no, no I don't think no. I don't think okay. that's really popular with anyone. It's. Okay. I'll, I'll give you. It's, Speak it's, for yourself, Jared. It's the laughing with the crying tears emoji. Oh yeah, yeah. I've read that they say Apparently, that one's overdone. The young use the one where it has like the the two the tears streaks. rolling down. Okay. Instead yeah. of the one where it's like the two droplets of tears that fly off. Actually, it's funny. Uh, in WeChat, I use the one with the tears strolling down. Like the two streams. That's more, yeah, because that one's more that's uh, more often the, used. That's they, what they do, use. Do they have a different emoji game in China? Like, do, I yeah. feel like the Chinese emojis We, in we talked about it when we did the WeChat are, episode. Oh, did we? They're more animated, yeah. I imagine. Well, they, and they just look different, and they have yeah. different options. Like sure. One of my favorite ones, it's like a, and and a lot of these, it's funny when you click on the emoji with WeChat. The way WeChat works is it will show the emoji, but then it will, if you copy it, it will actually say like in brackets, and it will say what it is. So, like for example, it will like be in brackets say laugh or smile. Mm. Uh, and one of my favorites is it's in brackets, and in English it says determined, and it's this <laughs> emoji that has this like kind of like hmm, like like determined look and it has like a karate like headband on and it's red mm. uh, it's kind of cool let um, me ask that's you one this, of my Chad. favorite emojis i have an mm-hmm. emoji question for you okay we could do a whole episode on emojis I, i'm not even fun. an emoji user to be honest with you is the is the is this you know the emoji where it's the uh-huh. hands is this a praying hand has emoji two, two it has two meanings or three meanings i think or three. Oh, i yes. only know two praying hand emoji praying hands or high one. five those are two praying hands high five i also think some people use it as the praying hands is like a thank you yes uh yeah sure so sure, i guess sure. kind of two in one I oh guess, like like case, like praying is like yeah, uh, either like, like thank thanks you for that like, or like thank you oh, so I'm really much hoping yeah. like i right. got you right you know it's funny boomers have no idea what we're talking about right now that's so those true. are the signs that you're old according to gen z right i think there are i i think i feel like uh, Every we, generation has that thing, by the did way. We That's have super those signs cyclical. For like, what, what were the signs for for us that? Uh, and I don't have a oh, list I got of some. this. I'll, I'll give you some. I can rattle okay. some off the top I, I of the one, dome right now for ahead. you, Jared. Please, I, uh, can. How do I? How do I uh, make this word file a PDF? Or how do I? How hilarious. do I download oh, a PDF? Oh or, yeah, or one of that those. was the millennials are certainly the first generation that has to teach. Uh, yeah. older yeah. people how to use technology. How do I turn on my computer? How do I turn on my phone? <laughs> um, another one. Oh, shoot. I forgot it. I just ha- I had it, but I forgot it. Um, no, I can't think of it. Oh, the an- an- another one I could think of is the, the New Balance shoe. The oh, dad, yep. The Monarch. Oh, the Nike the Monarch. Monarchs. Yep, the dad shoe. <laughs> which get I, green because of the mowing the lawn, usually. <laughs> they eventually turn green after a couple is, of years. Is but the yeah. millennial the first generation to to coin the dad joke? 
Is that a millennial thing? No, I think like I think that dad joke dads. goes back. Well, I would say I would say that's become more prevalent in the media from the boomers on, or mm. maybe Gen X on. Yeah, you, is I, that I think, goofy, st- uh, uh, goofy sitcom? Uh, you're you right. Know, I think dad that is type. a boomer thing. Yeah, where yeah. it was like it was always yeah. the idiot dad, and the wife is like. Yeah. It was almost like, why is this woman in this relation? Like, because like, I think back idiot. in the day, men were actually portrayed a lot more positively in the media. But well, there was also back in the day. There were also, I mean, ads were crazy back in the day because mm-hmm. well, you can't. That's should say crazy because it would be the thing, especially <laughs> if, like you know there would be like the car ads where it's like you know this is a car that even a woman could drive or like right. get the Firestone tires. It'll even well, the, keep well, it'll the, keep the even the a irony, woman on the, the road. The irony <laughs> is though, Jared, is is that narrative's kind of switched now because I remember. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think now it's really the in commercials. Uh, it's certainly the 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 dad is the idiot. Right. Yeah. Well, it's interesting too because I I forget where it was, but I saw it was either a billboard or a commercial. I think it was for a Dodge truck, and it was like this truck can do more than your husband can do, or like something like that. <laughs> you know, and they were trying to market the truck to more women, mm. um, and, and also say that it's like super useful and you know, and and it's yeah. like like it's you not know, just but, used for for going to the work right. site, you know. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. So so it's interesting how that that Which I cultural hate, by the shift. Way. I hate that marketing right. of and I don't have a problem with that they market pickup trucks to women. I just hate right. that they market pickup trucks as a daily normal vehicle for people to right. uh to use or it's it's just I I, I mean I get it but I, I, don't, I don't like it. Merkel. I don't like it. <laughs> right. Um uh, uh millennials don't attack Gen Z, do we? We don't attack Gen Z. Not really. I think we have a pretty good. I think where the Gen Z attacks millennials. I t- we talked about that last episode. You know what? I think everybody likes to shit on millennials. I think we're an easy target. We are an easy target. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter, we're an easy target. Uh, right. Treat yourself. Wines. Right. Yep. yep. Uh, we no, are, dude. It's the spritzers, bro. It's all the. <laughs> oh yeah. Or, or is that more of a Gen Z thing? Because they are no, not twenty twenty one. I think. I think we're more like the four locos, the beer bombs. Oh god. I feel like that. I mean, I'm sure kids are still brass doing that monkey, stuff. But miss what's those brass things? monkey? You don't remember? It's a a, a forty with OJ. 40. Good old brass monkey. Hmm, never, that was like a cheap weekend, my man. That's like five bucks. Oh, first you're of all, good I to go. had a, I've had had a forty with OJ in college, probably with you before. Probably. Uh, <laughs> that is a uh, easy, simple, delicious beverage. Yep. I did not realize it was called a brass monkey. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We used to I call. Oh, that's you know what we called, thing. dude. You know what, what we called them? What we had a name for those. What do we call? Come them? on, you don't remember the name we had for them? I can't believe I just something came to me Cobra. Now. No, no, we called them a frat rattler. That's right. Oh my god, that's right. Because uh, because a uh, uh, rattler is uh, is like a, a beer. Lem- usually beer with lemonade. Yeah, but you can get them with like uh, grapefruit. Or, so it's yeah, close different enough. sort of like citrus beverages. Right. Yeah. Frat rattler. That's and right. A Forty with a with a with a orange juice was a frat rattler. I can't believe yep. that just came to yep. my head. Good. Good times. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Good times. <laughs> but you're at the millennial generation. I would say we do come down to the treat yourself. I, I, I have a theory about this, though, Jared. Mm. I think this also stems back to our parents' generation, most likely the boomers. So what happened was... We're also the, the for, debt generation, by the way. Yes, big time. Big time. I Yeah, that's... who That's... Yeah. <laughs> we Anyways, just talk about that. I just uh, came with, to my mind. I'm gonna, with, but, the, uh, with the great generation or the silent generation, whatever you want to call them, I think because they went through so much hardship throughout their lifetime, 
they wanted to provide their children with the opposite of what they had to yes. go through. Which then, in turn, led the the baby boomers to be raised in an environment where, you know, they they really wanted to have a good, comfortable life. It's just a whole the, bunch of overcorrections. Right. And then it led to our generation where we really are the, you know, if I had a dollar every time I heard someone say, you can do whatever you want, you mm-hmm. know, follow your dreams, you know, and all, all that stuff. Yeah. I think that's stuff that boomers a lot of times said quite a bit to millennials, to, to our generation. I'd say, I'd say that's true. We're also millennials. We're also like the anti, uh, the anti-bullying generation as well. Yep. yep. Um, and I would say before that, sort of the idea of, of verbally abusing someone Mm-hmm. was uh, generally accepted as okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, I think we, we were... And, and, you know, and that's another thing. It's so funny that we, as millennials, like we, millennials get made fun of for being the uh, participation trophy generation. I mean, this is hacky. Everyone said it before. But it's like... We're not giving ourselves the participation. Right. Yeah, who do you think? Yeah, trophies. I it's love the, it when boomers <laughs> criticize millennials. It's the parents and it's like, well, who are right. boomers, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> insisting what? that everyone yep. deserves to be recognized. It's like, how are you going to put that on the kids that were just given right. the thing? And can, it's like, can I mention, Jared, like uh, a couple things about boomers that they've taught us that I think were good advice for their generation, but not great advice for our generation. I'd love to hear it. Yes. Okay. All right, yeah, and and some people would say these are quote unquote lies that you've been told by boomers. I'm not going to go that far. I would just say, like I said, these are things that I think were ap- applicable for their generation. That mm-hmm. just times have changed, and it's not quite the same. The first lie or the first thing um, is uh, going to college. You need to go to college. I think it's very important. I think depending on the type of career you want, yes, look I, into it. But I, I feel think like we, especially with this pandemic, we're starting to see mm-hmm. a turn on that. Right. Right, uh, where we're in one with the pandemic, and two, probably more importantly, with the insane amounts of debt, right? That people are uh, are stuck in for the rest of their right. life. Well, see, that's the thing is that for my parents and our parents' generation, for the uh, boomers, uh, I remember my dad telling me he could work a summer, and that summer full time work, I don't even know if it was full time, but that was enough to pay for his tuition, his books, his apartment rent, and yeah, a car crazy. payment. You know, My, nowadays, if you try to do that, forget over it. the summer in college, bare, was was literally barely enough <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> for me to have as like uh, I don't even want to call it walking money. around money. Yeah, right. exactly. It was barely yeah. enough spending money in, in just like the random times I would uh, you know buy food or right. the random times I would buy alcohol or something. Right. It was barely enough to do that. Right. <laughs> Every this, year, by like the by like the final months, I'd be like, uh, you know, it would be scraping. <laughs> right. the The second thing I would say, and this is kind of related, um, is uh, not only do you have to go to college, but uh, you can study whatever you want, which I think to some degree is okay. I mean, you but can. You, but <laughs> I think at the on the other hand, and this also does lead to the whole debt issue, is that. I mean, think about it. If you have, if you cannot afford college, which mm-hmm. most people nowadays cannot because it's incredibly expensive, and then you study something where your max salary after you graduate is twenty to thirty grand a year, I'm sorry, but to, with today's living standards and the cost of rent and sure. cost of living, you'll never be able to pay back that debt. Yeah, and, well, and boomers and f- lived when college meant good job for the rest yep. of your life. And it meant period. job stability and security. And we yeah. just don't have that nowadays with the current job market. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, so that's, I think, another big one. Uh, another big one, too, is um, 
lie as we were I, told. I knew, I knew I right. I knew a lot of people that I went to high school with that were fairly wealthy, and and their parents just didn't they they didn't work at all. Um, and I think I don't care how wealthy you are. I think it's important to have your kids do a little bit of work, sure. just so they understand because they're going to have to, like to earn their own way. money. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, so yeah, that's sure, I think no, another just so you understand what issue. it's like to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean for sure. Like, um, yeah, no, I mean that that makes that makes perfect sense. I mean mm-hmm. we and I think we were certain we certainly the we're, we're the coddled generation, you know. Right. We're we're the gener- we're the generation of spoiled, uh, right. entitled people well i do think we we uh as a generation i think our generation we do put too much emphasis on um government and and just getting support from others and not supporting ourselves and some of it is just because of we just can't afford to support ourselves a lot of us but we're being honest but i'd say i think i think we're the first generation that's really addressing the fact that the way our system is set up is not is it's not I agree sustainable. Yep, I agree. And yep. so I, I agree with you, but I think it's for a valid reason because right before because before us it was just I mean even Gen X it's just sort of this like get a job and 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 that's it kind of kind of situation. Right. And I think uh, w- w- like we're st- we're the first generation that's really starting to you know, talk about like the holes in our healthcare or our education mm-hmm. system, I feel like. Right. The other interesting thing too is the job market has changed a lot. Uh, and even, yeah. obviously, even... even Minimum you know, wage hasn't really changed much. Right. Well, the other thing is too is that uh, as technology has changed, I mean, the fact that you have people out, out here who are, you know, YouTubers, the fact that that's yeah. a job or a quote-unquote career nowadays. And that's also, you know, that's also a job. That's got to be probably one of the top... Uh, aspirational jobs for a Gen Z or as it is. YouTuber. Well, it's funny. I saw this. I saw this graph uh, a couple weeks ago, and it was really interesting to show just the different world priorities. So, the number one job in the West, in the UK, and the US, was a YouTuber. Of what course, young kids wanted to be because it's just uh, someone having fun and yep. posting videos of them having fun yep. and making but millions of dollars doing it. They don't see all the work it. that goes into it, but. Uh, uh, okay, so uh, but guess what? Guess what the aspiration was in like Russia and China. As for Gen Z, yeah. Um, uh, doc, uh, doctor, lawyer. I know in, Chi- in China it it was actually a, an astronaut. They really astronaut. wanted to become an astronaut. Yeah. Has China um, gone to the moon before, or gone um, to out of space? I'm pretty sure they've gone to space before. Yes, but probably not the moon. But um, they they've like okay. I'm not. I'm not sure. My my uh, knowledge of Chinese uh, astronautics. I'd imagine is not the best. probably not the moon, <laughs> but it's. Um, but I, I they probably you know have gone into space. Right. But yeah. So so it's just interesting though how you know how based on the culture and everything it it changes a lot. Astronaut they, sounds seems like an old school aspir. That sounds like a boomer aspirational job here in the or, or uh, even <laughs> our generation. I would really? say our generation. Yeah. I like, feel like. like what, what were what you don't were popular, think so when, when we were in like kindergarten? Yeah, I guess so. I guess you so. Know, that was like a cool I like, job. I feel like a firefighter, uh, an astronaut, uh, obviously like a famous musician, or athlete. Yeah, I wanted to. I, I always uh, aspired to be um, a lawyer. A podcaster. <laughs> I thought a lawyer was a was a job that okay. I thought I could be good at. But then okay. by the time I got to high school and started realizing what lawyers actually do, I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, then I thought, uh, I also thought uh, like a Top Gear presenter. 
or like you know like a job like that's any sort of That'd job cool. or like fifth uh fifth gears i think that was another version of not version of top gear but another car show in england but sort of like the car journalist presenter seemed like a real cool job where you could you know they just give you cool cars to drive and you just right. get to drive every sort of assortment of cars you know what super i wanted fast. to be when i was a kid jared what's that a veterinarian really and then when I realized that I'd seems have like to a, put, that's actually a popular job. I, I feel mm-hmm. like that's a popular choice for kids. Yep. And then when I realized I'd have to operate and potentially put animals down, I realized okay, I, I, I can't. Yeah, do it. you're can't not just it. you're not just saving animals right. and making you're kids' not, days not, every yeah. every day. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so yeah, for me, I think it was a veterinarian. Uh, I loved baseball as a kid, so famous baseball player, or uh, you know, we were '90s kids, so. Uh, um, uh, be in a boy band that was super popular when we mm. were kids you know that was like the rise of you Backstreet wanted to be Boys in a boy in band NSYNC. or like a rock band boy band when i was really little okay like, like this was before i started playing guitar yeah before i got into rock music yeah you know, this was like kindergarten first second grade around that time i feel like i feel like there from like millennials and back I, there were a lot more people that thought they could sing I feel yeah. like that. I feel like that doesn't happen. Are, are you trying to give me hints here, Jared? Are no, you no, trying no, to tell no. Me I feel like I thought I could singing. sing too. But I, you can <laughs> sing. You can carry it too. But I feel like that doesn't happen anymore. I feel like younger people are are not as like sure that they can sing these. Well, days. the difference is young people will <laughs> upload a video on TikTok of them yeah. lip syncing or singing, <laughs> and then the internet might you know tear them a new one. <laughs> you know, so it's a little. We different. are becoming. You know, it's so funny. We are becoming the the old generation. We are. I was talking to my friend the other day. Uh, actually, Chris, you know, mm-hmm. bass player. Nice. B. Shout out, Chris. Yep. Chris, the bass player, and um, and he's and I don't remember what we were talking about, but he's like, well, you know, we're still young, you know. We and I was like, are we though? We're almost thirty. <laughs> yeah, I was, well, say, I was like, I was we're like, not. I was like, can we be thirty and call ourselves young? Nah. I was like, sure. Obviously, nah. to a lot of people, we're still considered young, right? Um, but I, like, you you can't call yourself young. At thirty, yeah. I feel like. <laughs> no, you're it's you're like an you're adult. A full at on 30, adult. You're an adult. Yeah. You are f- like you have full on responsibility for yourself at that point. It's yeah. like you can't be calling yourself young anymore. It's like yeah, in the I grand agree. scheme of things, maybe you still are, but you you're you can't you can't put that on yourself anymore. Right. I would agree. One hundred percent. You're okay. just not. Well, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Should uh, we uh, talk about our song today? Sure. Real sure. quick. Sure. So this is a good one. It is, uh, and we featured this artist before, Michael uh, Kiwanuka, uh, and this is quite the jam. The title of the song is "You Ain't the Problem," which I think, uh, depending on the generation, Jared, I think this this song I think kind of spans musical styles of quite a few generations here. I mean, there's some funkiness, yeah. there's some soulfulness to it. Uh, it's also kind of poppy in a way that it's very repetitive and catchy. Um, but yeah, what what are your thoughts on this uh, on this tune today, Jerry? Oh, I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was. I didn't. I didn't find it too overly poppy, personally. Mm-hmm. Actually, I thought. I thought it was good. I, it was. It was just I, not. I, you know, it's. I don't. I haven't listened to it since. Uh, I before this episode. Not. I'm. I, I. I listened to it like three times in a row, though. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't always do that. Like if you give me some of those Russian dance hall, or not dance hall, some of dance those club, d- dance club, dance disco is <laughs> completely different. Yeah, so those right. Russian disco music, I I might not do that. But this That's one, fair. I was like, oh, I can run this back for sure. Mm-hmm. It, it, and it, it did. It had like an old school vibe to it. 
Yeah. You know, oh, I remember. I remember now. I'm, the song's starting to come back to me. Mm-hmm. You know, and it actually gave me some Red Hot Chili Pepper vibes. Interesting. So a little okay. bit of the melody, sort of the the way that like the the uh, like the t- t- like 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 the the I don't know the was it the symbol yeah the way the beat sounds a little bit gives me some Red Hot Chili Pepper vibes. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. Interesting. Okay. Are you listening to the song now? I am. Yeah. Do you yeah, hear you're what you're I'm talking about? Bob in my head. Yeah. No, I, I see what you mean. I get more of like, believe it or not, more of a almost a Motowny vibe. Um, I, I understand from that. It. I, I, I can hear that from too. The but the, but I, I, I'm not saying, I, but I agree with you in what you said before, in that mm-hmm. it is sort of a, 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 a mishmash of it genres. Is. And so I like the way I, it I builds. Can hear, I can hear some Motown in there too, for right. sure. I like the way it builds because there's like some, lots of parts, but none mm-hmm. of them I don't think are like super flashy. Like it all fits together. Like there's a horn part, yeah. the guitar part's pretty simple. It starts off, it sounds like there's almost like some congas or some other like hand drums in there to kind of start like that kind of groovy beat that it lays down. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does have more of a kind of an upbeat tempo. And then obviously that kind of la 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 that that part you know that's really really good mm-hmm. where it, where it just kind of establishes kind of this upbeat positive and that's where I kind of got the kind of hippie more boomerish vibe from it a little bit um, but then uh, I don't know the song just takes you on quite an interesting journey and, uh, and I really like it I do too I thought that was a great choice and clearly Michael Kiwanaka is a uh, podcast favorite because I think this might be the third song of his that we've featured if not exactly fourth if we or three and a half if we he might have been a feature on another one i think he was on a tom yeah. mish song mm-hmm. uh but yeah. yeah i thought it was a great choice i enjoyed it i you know to the point where i actually thought i need to listen like i've heard obviously the songs that we've played on this pod and mm-hmm. i've enjoyed them i need to give it a proper listen do a I, deep I, dive i i, yeah, I, for I, sure. I I put some. I put an album or two into my Apple Music. Nice. There you go. Yeah, it's 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 a solid song. I also I just like the words as well and the the vocal melody. It's it's a solid song. Mm-hmm. Um, so check it out. You ain't the problem by Michael Kiwanuka on our song in the pod playlist. Uh, and oh, I yeah, said his name wrong. I said Kiwanaka. Sorry. No worries. I could be pronouncing it wrong too. <laughs> but anyways, check it out on our YouTube channel, uh, Untranslatable Podcast. It's definitely no, you're a right. good one. Kiwanuka. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this has been fun though, Jared. Talking about the different generations. Any anything else we missed, or you want to mention with the generation and the generational wars? Um, I think I hit everything I wanted to say. I I will say, I think as generations progress, especially here in Western culture, we are really mm-hmm. losing respect for our elders. I think that elders. I think that's a bad thing. I agree with you, mm-hmm. um, because I think that I think that the ageism is becoming more of a problem yeah and and i think it divides us more than it divides us and i think we are we we as the young people and i say mostly like gen z and um and uh uh millennials i'd I'd say gen x straddles the you know they're probably about 50 50 on respect for their elders or not but i would say that we lose a lot of the gems that you're supposed to get from the Mm -hmm. people that have lived um lived a, a full life right and and that we need we like we those nuggets need to be passed down but i feel like we we don't we're, we're really losing respect for those nuggets or we're just right? and we just i agree sort of well, look I at the, the older pe- generations as a nuisance or burden mm-hmm. 
Well, and the view, I think, of family has changed, especially in the West. Mm -hmm. Um, Relationships have changed a lot, which has influenced the change of culture, music, movies, media, how we interact with one another. Mm -hmm. In the United States, at least, as that horizontal culture, which is... um, what not the family, not like the blood part, but more like the 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 socially created culture right. has fully taken over. Whether yeah. that be uh, For sure. art, whether that be politics, whether that be you know uh, who you follow on social mm-hmm. media, clothes like, you wear, yeah, I, I yeah. like all that stuff. The the your identity as as you want to define it. Has mm-hmm. fully taken over, and you're no longer in. And sort of the we're not, we we in, in our Western culture don't live in a culture defined by our parents or our grandparents and how they right. lived. We which we, which to some extent, I mean, it's good and it's bad. Like I, I wish there I think were certain there's benefits aspects to both. Obviously, right. like well, definitely. Some, some people like you know, it's like well, your parents like like you know, there are a lot of cultures that are very class based where it's like well this mm-hmm. is what your parents did for their job because of their grandparents and that means you can never have a job higher than this or whatever right um and so there are certainly i would say cultures that you know take it to the extreme on the other side of of sort of honoring that that your family and your place and in, in, in your family um and yeah I, it, obviously the gr- the best would be a, like probably a mix of both but that's not how right. the world works. Right. Well, that's why I really encourage people to go to uh, other cultures, travel to different places. Sure. Because it's really interesting to see, just see the way things are if you visit a culture where it is a more vertical type of culture, where it's more, it's really more like, and that's why I think fashion, like for example, fashion in China is very different uh, in, than fashion here. And you do see some more quote unquote old school type of styles over there that are popular mm-hmm. because I think some of it uh, has to do with respecting your elders. Also, I mean, even if we look at like sometimes I look back at some pictures of like family in the 50s and 60s uh, and like my I know my grandfather and my great grandfather, um, they both uh, were pretty high up. Uh, my great grandfather uh, owned a car dealership and the dude dressed really sharp. You know, yeah. whereas nowadays, you know, like if you dress like that, you'd be overdressed. That's another thing. I would say boomers and Gen X are um, th- there. There was a pride in being rich or having a lot of mm-hmm. money. But in I'd class. say, yeah, in class, I'd say that was I, I would imagine that was probably less the case for the older, greater generation or silent generation that sort of flashing your wealth because one, there was it was during the depression, and right. then also it was like it's during a wartime as well. So there's just yep. more it's more sort about of idea survival. of unity, and it's like, how are you right. out here, like making it seem like everything's great when there's a world war going on right now? But then I'd also say now for millennials and younger, and Gen Z or uh, yeah, no, the younger Gen Z is the younger one, right? Mm-hmm. And in Gen Z. The idea of flashing wealth is very gauche and very frowned upon. I'd say I would say millennials. There might be a little bit more of a mix where flexing is still a little bit okay. But I'd Mm -hmm. say millennials was probably the last generation. Maybe somewhere halfway. Mm. I'd say you you sure about that? I feel like flex. The idea of flexing is not is not Gen Z thing. Are you sure? I don't think so. Really. Wow, I feel. I, I mean, I just think about Gen Z on YouTube, like all those Gen Z YouTubers flexing. Um, oh, like YouTubers, social media flexing. Do they flex? Okay, probably. I, don't I feel. Know. I feel like the idea of flexing. 
or or, or because, because you know why I now say I just that? feel old talking about but this. you know why I say, especially when I say you know the idea of flexing you, you know why, why I say this also because like we we as millennials hate on people like Jeff Bezos hate on people like uh, Bill Gates and sort of the or, or Elon Musk mm-hmm. like these ultra billionaires the idea of being a billionaire it really seems like it's kind of disgusting in culture right now when we because right. because we're so focused on the idea of uh, like big problems in the U.S. are healthcare, homelessness, um, and, and 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 just this gigantic uh, wealth gap between uh, and, and you know there's there's like always people that talk about like Bezos doesn't really donate money and that like mm-hmm. how much how much good he could do without any sort of change to his lifestyle. So the idea right. of having millions, billions of dollars and just sitting on it is kind of gross, I would mm-hmm. say. And so that's where I, I think feel- some of that also comes down to people not understanding. I think a lot of people think when they see, you know, that he's so wealthy, it's not all liquidated. You know, it's not like it's all. Sure. I mean, it's not just that's know. not what he doesn't have billions of dollars in his checking account that he could right. just pull out in cash. Right. Sure. But 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 I think it's fair. It's clear that he could be donating more because his ex his ex-wife has donated right. significantly more than he has. Right. So it, yeah. I agree with you. It, just because it says he has however many billions doesn't mean he can just go pull it out uh, in cash or, or you know make a cash payment for twelve billion dollars right now. Right. But it's clear. It's it's undeniable. It seems like that he could be donating more because he gave half of his money to someone that is donating a lot more than him. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Well, I think. Uh, our generation too, and and Gen Z as well, because we know how to use the internet. We've been using it for a very long time. I think it's uncovered. It hasn't uncovered everything, but it's uncovered a lot of, you know, just wealth inequality, um, just how how a lot of people live their lives. You know, because I, you can go online and post it now. I also think wealth is a little bit more frowned upon because of the uh, of the more like the younger generations being more hyper aware of the effects on the climate sure and, and not even just that like rich people are ruining well no actually yeah i'm gonna stick with that rich people mm-hmm. are destroying the climate and just like the the boomers lack of concern about the climate yet concern with profits and money i'd say is is, is sort of souring people to the idea of I, i'd say flexing is different than than maybe what what i think is is frowned upon is corporatism mm. And yeah. the idea of, yeah. of just corporate, uh, of, well, of how... With our generation, I'd say capitalism, too, Yes, is really frowned upon. But yeah, I guess that's essentially what corporatism is. Is, yeah. just, True. is just the, is just, you know, using the way that capital or like corporations can um, manipulate the government and society, uh, you know, just for profits, you know, when, without really regard for... Uh, the well-being of people, whether it be oil companies or uh, 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 pharmaceutical companies um, or food companies, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just all all profit, you right. know, regardless of the people. Yeah, we you know well-being. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. That's for sure. I w- I will say though, with generation wars, I really believe that, like I've mentioned before this episode, it's very cyclical. What I mean is. Uh, especially if you live in a culture like we do where it's a more horizontally uh, type of culture, uh, horizontal generation, 
uh, you really see you really see people kind of saying the same things, right? So, for example, our parents, uh, especially my parents, you know, being white parents, uh, uh, my dad's a little bit more open to it, but my mom is definitely not a fan of hip hop music. For example, I thought you were about right? to say interracial dating. Um, uh, we're, we're not going to go there. Um, but, well, but not definitely, a fan of that either. But, apparently, but definitely, definitely, uh, um, like so. So music though is a big thing where you see kind of the same thing, right? For for our parents, rock and I mean, roll my parents was don't really the like hip hop either. Okay, well, but well, maybe it is a generational thing. See, so once again, though, for our they don't generation, like the over usage of the N word and stuff like right. that. Sure, um, it's just interesting though how how that works, right? And 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 w- I guarantee you, Jared, within the next five to ten years, we are going to start saying the exact same thing. You can already kind of start to see it, like. When, I mean, when that song Friday came out by Rebecca Black or whatever, when I first heard that, I was like, what? <clears throat> my kids really listen to this? And after I said that, I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting old. <laughs> uh, you know? That's sort of such a weird one because I feel like that was made for our age. But um, you know, I, I agree with you with the music thing for sure. I mean, I felt that way watching the, the, half, like the Super Bowl halftime show. I'm like, who, who is this for? And I was like, this guy is super famous. I was like, I, okay. I don't I don't fully get it. I'm going to be honest with you. And it's like right. I don't even want to say this is bad. I'm just going to say I I don't get it and it's not right. for me. And that honestly watching the halftime show made me feel old cuz I was like I don't understand why this guy is so popular. All these songs oh, sound the exactly Oh, the weekend? Yeah. All these mm-hmm. songs sound exactly the same. <laughs> but I then I like hear the weekend, but But hey. then I see you like the weekend? Mm-hmm. I don't really know anything about him. Like I, I, like I know, like I you know, I know that I can't I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Song, mm-hmm. I will say, I was actually surprised that like I knew most of those songs. I just, but I was, but I didn't like, I didn't really like think. I don't really think much about the songs, you know. Right. Like I don't ever like it's just songs that you hear when you go to a grocery store or something. <laughs> I don't know, or or some club that you could drag to by your asshole friends, you know. Like I don't me. Know who yep. that, I don't know who that yep. would be in my life. I'm just right. saying. Right. <laughs> But yeah, all right. That's all I have. We uh, we've rambled enough. All right. Well, turn on that music, Jared, and let me uh, let me send us off. Then uh, it has been a fun episode, though, about the generational wars. Let us know what your thoughts are on the generational wars. We obviously know millennials are the best, uh, but you can let us know what your thoughts are at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can slide into our DMs on Twitter, untranslatable1, the number one. Uh, Check us out on Instagram, untranslatablepodcast. And don't forget, check out our song of the pod today uh, by Michael. I always forget his last name. Thank you, Jared. Uh, um, Check that out on our YouTube channel, Untranslatable Podcast. And lastly, please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Dekuyame, muchas gracias, shisha, and dos vidanya. Get off my lawn! Oh, yeah. What are you kids doing (laughs) on my lawn? (laughs) That's a classic (laughs) boomer line, right? Oh, that's another thing that... um, I should have. We should have mentioned about boomers. Boomers are obsessed with uh, lawns, property values, grill, <laughs> grilling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a culture. Yeah, it is. Home- what would be our homeowners associations. Boomers love a homeowners association. Right. Millennials love air fryers. 
Is that yeah, a safe thing dude. to say? Is that a safe thing to say? <laughs> uh, dude, I... Uber I've... Eats at Air Fryers. <laughs> One thing yeah. that I did read that I found interesting was uh, apparently our generation uh, and Gen Z as well, we're very against drunk driving. Which is a good thing, I guess. Oh, interesting. I, mm-hmm. I'd believe that. I feel like before Gen X and Boomers, drunk driving was normal. Like well, it helps was- also with Uber. You know, before Uber, mm-hmm. you had to call a taxi. And you know where I live in bumfuck nowhere. Good luck finding a taxi. You're going to have to call one all the way from Ann Arbor just to take yeah. you from the shitty hole-in-the-wall bar to your house five miles away. You know? Exactly. Yeah, that's that's true. Like, the idea of, of driving drunk really just seemed pretty normal back in the day. <laughs> right, right. Whereas and, now like, there's so many stories yeah. of, like, yeah, the, the cop would tell me, oh, all right, just go home. You know, get right. some rest. But, <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Just just sip on some water while you're going home. <laughs> <laughs> all right, drive a little slower, okay? Keep it straight. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, oh, man crazy stuff this was a fun one though jared this yeah was a fun i'm one. glad we did it